Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in today. I have two new guests on the show today, which I'm very excited about. Philip Martino. Hello. Good friend from home, who also goes to school down the city with me. And then Chris Mercandetti, our beloved lacrosse coach. Good day. <laughs> so Chris was our lacrosse coach from... He was coaching Phil before me, right? I think for uh, a, year, a like few years. Sixth grade? Yeah, yeah. must be. Anthony's first year was fifth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and was uh, probably a half a dozen or so you guys came over in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I came in seventh. Yeah. After after snowmobile class. Yes. I, I was very... I was... I was, like... I have a memory of that day. Like, so... Like, it's so vivid in my head. Like, I remember... Like, going there to take the OHRV, obviously. Yeah. And, like, being so focused around trying to fucking just do good on that test. And, like, was so focused about it. And then I literally, like, did what, like, got my license or whatever. But, like, the highlight of that day will always be the fact that, like, I started playing lacrosse because of that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's, like, because, so, like, I went to, so OHRV is off-highway recreational vehicle. And it's like once you turn twelve, yes. I think you yep. need a license to drive like a four wheeler yeah. or a snowmobile. The crown allows you to purchase your right to ride a vehicle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I went there to take it. And did I go? Who did I? Did I go with Pierre? And Pierre, you knew no, you, or did you? Uh, I brought Pierre. Anthony was going. I brought Pierre. We met you there, or we. I think it was just a coincidence. It was a coincidence that you were there. And I just, I think I knew Pierre, and he just introduced me to you. Yeah. And then, like, I don't even know how, like, I can't even, under, like, you must have just asked me if I played baseball, or, like... Well, we were talking, uh, I don't remember every bit of the, the conversation yeah. that we had, but I remember, um, I'm sure probably poking fun at you for playing baseball. Baseball, yeah. Um, why are you wasting your time doing that? A yeah. An athlete should be doing another game that's a lot more fun. That kind of spiel. Um... You know, I remember laughing a lot yeah. and giggling. You know, and well, because I remember we had, we had a fun. We had a fun day. The th- the four of us at that table. We were having yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, but I remember I went because my brother Derek. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't think you ever. Or you've seen him. You probably see him more. I've, I've working. Met, right. I've met Derek on a couple of occasions. I mean, if I yeah. was if I was to pass him on the street, I probably would not recognize him. Sorry, Derek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But if you know if I saw him with mom or dad, instantly yeah. I would recognize who. And, yeah, right. You know, as being your brother. But well, so because he played lax for like, he started he started playing in ninth grade I think just in, from an ad knock, and he played up until like the beginning of his senior year. But then, so like I like that always kind of always had me a little interested in it. But then I, I literally remember like asking my mom if like. I think she would take me to lacrosse signups, and at first it was like no, like she like said, literally said no, and that like I wasn't doing it. But I literally remember like being out in my yard, out in my driveway, and we had like a hockey net. I think I didn't have a lacrosse goal, but I was like throwing. I think I had a hockey stick, and I was like flicking a hockey puck into the or a lacrosse, yeah, flicking, and flicking a hockey puck into the net, or something like that. Maybe throwing a lacrosse ball, and she literally like opened the. Th- it was like literally the night of the signups. And she, like, opened the door, and she was like, you want to go into Keene? And I was like, for what? And she was like, take a go sign up for lacrosse. And I was just like, yes! And I literally, like, ran to that. And I remember, like, we signed up that day. And then... That's fine. But then that's the thing, is, like, a whole squad of us were on that team. 
yeah. know what I mean? Like, and we're also friends now. Like, we're all. It's like, who yeah, we I grew think up with. like we were all trying to get you. Yeah, I I, I remember like you guys because talking it was seventh about it. grade. Yeah, so yeah. It, like you definitely had. I've been playing football with some of you. Yeah, you definitely had like me, Troy, yeah. like all of us, just like in your ear being like, yeah, come play, yeah. And it was like it's like fun. Like I don't know, it's like funny because like sometimes I think about it and I like I think about it from like my dad's perspective. And I like, <coughs> like literally, there's been times that I like feel like I have to like apologize because like, I, I just like not apologize, but like I just like pictured going through like raising a kid and raising him to play baseball and doing so well, right? And then all of a sudden, like you probably have like such dreams of like watching him play in, like in high school, and then <laughs> you just like, and like at first, like and then obviously like a change and played blacks. So and at first, I used to think, right? I said like I felt like I had to like almost apologize for it. But, like, he learned to love lacrosse. You know what I mean? Like, he Absolutely. did. I think it was more... I don't know if it was he really loved the game. I know he enjoyed watching the game, and it's nothing like baseball is. Yeah, him, right. But I think he really enjoyed <coughs> watching his son play yeah. sports. Yeah. It could have been anything. You could have played tennis, and I think he would have been like, what the fuck, but all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, what was yeah. Cool? No offense to tennis players. Yeah. But what was cool, too, it was like... I always, like, it was, like, literally perfect because I knew that, like, right, like, he liked to watch me play lacrosse, but a lot of times when we play on the football field, right, he'd all, he all, for football and lacrosse games, he always stood, like, in the top of the bleachers in that top corner, so during lax games, the, a lot of times the baseball team was playing, like, right over the mm-hmm. other side of the fence, so he could literally, like, still watch high school baseball and, like, still enjoy the lacrosse game and, like, yep. still kind of, like, be involved and, like, yep. it was just, like, it was, like, perfect. And it was like I always think about it too And it was Like obviously It was like Once I started playing football Is what really I think made me interested in lacrosse Because it became physical You know what I mean It became less of just like Okay And more thinking There's more thought There really is To, to, To foot games like that Where soccer Soccer Field hockey to a degree Ladies lacrosse to To a degree they get interrupted a lot with whistles and space yeah. and blah blah blah. But any any heads up game, football, particularly uh, guys that play in the backfield, defensive backs, linebackers, yeah. running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Um, us guys that play the line, you know, we have our job, but you know, we're less of a heads up guy. We have our visions right in front of us. Yeah. Boom, it's right there. Um, but you guys, free thinkers out there running around in no man's land. You yeah. Know, uh, the same thing with the lacrosse. Well, so it's any, it's any, it's just like any, really any scenario when someone's trying to hit you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like someone's someone's assignment is to come hit you, and yeah. it's like so you have to watch out for that. You know what I mean? You have and to it's like evade them. Yeah. Right. Oh. And that's and like, and it's totally like I think of I think back to to like some of the actual stunts that Pat Node would have our linemen do, like, and have you guys do. Yeah. Like, dude, there's a lot of schools that their linemen weren't no. doing shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you guys were, like, a talented line. You guys pulling. Yeah. And, like, you guys would like, run some stuff like that. On, like, my side, yeah. we'd be running some, like, X blocks, some, like, Texas, where, like, some, like, where, like, I would go before Reamer. Like, I'd go inside guard shoot outside yep. with the DN. And you guys like, could, we like... Would switch on and off. Sometimes the tight end would go, um, crash down onto the guard. The, um, crash down onto the tackle. The guard would go up to the, um, linebacker, and I would take out the DN. And, nice. like, we would open up a hole oh, yeah, for Jared that yeah. way. Oh, yeah. And, like, Jared... That's, 
that's how he was able to get those twelve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yards. Actually, though, you, you know, he would, fleet of foot. Absolutely, yeah. you can't run anywhere if there's no holes. That's exactly. right. Exactly. Like that's right. We, well, like my side of the line would like get down to the. We'd get to the line, and like JT would look at me. And I would look at GT, and we would audible. That's what I was gonna together. say. You guys were capable of seeing what the defense like, was doing and adjusting. Yeah, like no. I like I knew like what everybody's assignment was, and like JT did too. So like we could literally just communicate it on the line in front of these players. Yeah, right. And like we would t- we would almost totally say, tell them what we were. Yeah, doing. like yeah, there yeah. were there were times where I would tell them what exactly what I'm doing. It didn't matter, and it didn't matter. Yeah. Like you know that game that we lost. Like that playoff game, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I, they had this like all state D tackle or something, and he was over Austin's side repeatedly, because like they knew, um, they knew that we liked to run that side. Yeah. So we started running my side. Jared kept getting fed the ball, so he puts him over me, and I just like take this kid to the ground the first. Like I pick him up and put him to the ground first play. <laughs> like. I, Here, son, I, this is where you belong. <laughs> no, like, I literally sat him to the ground, and yeah. I said, this is going to happen every time you line up over me. I looked over the sideline and said, if he's on my side, run it to me. Hey, actually, I do remember you saying that. Like, I literally, in the middle of the game, said, he is a pussy. <laughs> I will block him every game. Like, I literally said those words. Because it was awesome. like my, it could have been my final game. Yeah, So I would have so much adrenaline, yeah. It was so, like, I was just... I was so hyped up, and, like, that kid couldn't, like, do anything, so, like, were you just awesome. talking Were you chain game that, chain gang that game? Uh, the playoff game? Yeah. I feel I like you remember. were for one, I feel like you I've were done, for the I summer's did a, work. I did a couple of games, yeah, uh, I think they, were, they were short on people, and they asked me if I would help out. <coughs> um, I remember being, I remember you so being. So I went and, and went and helped out, I, it's fun to watch it from that vantage yeah. point, from the coaching vantage point. It there. really is. You know, it, it's. To see you guys doing your stuff from there, yeah, um, it's one thing to watch you guys play and be excited for you up, up high, looking it's down. At you think you know everything down. that's going on, but when you see it happening, yeah, like right there, it's it's really really wild. Yeah, to you know, like holy crap, these guys really they're a well oiled machine. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was fun. It was really fun to just watch you guys. That was like steamroll. <laughs> it was like such a good like. Obviously, it had such a bad ending. Yeah. But it was such a good year. I, yeah, I think the thing that we always had was we always had so much chemistry. Yeah, yeah. We all we were just all we were all like it, best friends. Yeah, and we were always <laughs> thinking. We were yeah. always trying to like just do something. We were always trying to get better and like trying to. We, and we the thing was we always like competed against each other, and like if. It, that was the thing that like made us better. It was yeah. like we were always trying to just like fuck each other yeah. up in practice or something like that. Just, it's because like, we were so close. Yeah, yeah and like know. we were doing it just to like shit talk each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got like you. it's not like I we were you. trying to like hate on each other. We no. were just doing it so we could like rag on each other like mm-hmm. after practice or like in between drills. Okay. Yeah. And it was so funny and like yeah. it just made us grow and like that translated over to like hockey, lacrosse, right. like. Every sport, like even basketball, they had it. Like yeah, well, that's what was nice sport, too. Like there was what I mean, there was a lot of us that were playing football and lacrosse together every year. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So by the time we were seniors, we had been doing it together for yeah. like so long. You yeah. know what I mean? It's oh, like, absolutely. Like there was literally like how many of us senior lag? Like, <coughs> twelve seniors? Or yeah, 15 twelve. Seniors or? Twelve. 
It was over ten, which like that never happens. You know what I mean? Like we could have filled the whole team. All you guys from that that year coming out of out of Team Crush. Yeah, literally, it was like we all started under. Fourteen of you guys, fourteen of you guys went to Manadnock, and like roughly fourteen of you guys went to Keene. To Keene, it all started under the Chris Mercanetti. Dude, I, will, I, I just will, wanted to share a silly game that I like. I will never. I was like, I literally think about like, do you like? There was this practice that you were trying because you, you always push the opposite hand from like literally the time that we were so young, mm-hmm. right? And like, I will always know that that is the reason why I was being able to so like I was good at it when I was a senior was because you made me do it when I was in sixth or seventh grade, and I will never forget one day in practice. When you were try- trying to teach us, and you were just like telling us that we should start doing everything in our lives, like with our left hand, and it was just that like, you were like, pick up a pencil and like try to write more with your left hand. He was, and then you said a couple of other things, and you were like, when you're sitting on the toilet, wipe your ass with your left hand. <laughs> and, like, I literally remember, like, it was so like. Little. It's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, oh, exactly is. though. But that's it the thing is, it was is. so little, but it's like actually so beneficial. And right. like, if you actually apply that logic to like everything you do, like just do it. Try to get better at it yeah. always. Like it's like it's such a core like life thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was like such a little way that like you applied it. Right. You know what I mean? And like, and like I like that was like we were so young. You know what I mean? And like. But like it literally, tra- like, even all like Troy. Remember by that Troy was what he go with his left. I, I even you could play goalie. Goalie, <laughs> but you could play with your left hand if you wanted to. Pass and there were just coverage. Just there were times that in we would be like we'd be playing like a pretty crappy team. Yeah, and like I'd be like Jerry, I'm warming up lefty today, and I would warm I'd up shoot lefty. Out and lefty. Like, right. I would actually warm up lefty though. Like for a majority of the warm up, yeah. Just because, well, because well, it like made my tracking skills better because I had to work yeah. harder yes. to yes. get over there. Yeah, wow. and it made me fucking move my feet. It was crazy. Low knocks. and like <laughs> that's just like I yeah. Like, could you imagine looking over to the, and like seeing the goalie practice lefty at the beginning? Because I, I can tell you, I can tell you, is it is it from a coach standpoint? When I'm walking around, when Rob's walking around, and we're getting warm-ups going, and we're doing this and we're doing that, we're always yeah. still watching what the other goal the is. The other goal right, So who's like, the starter? What hand is he? Why is he? All right, he is definitely the starter. Okay, why does it look like he's not right. a really good goalie? Yeah. And okay, all right. Well, and could you imagine looking over there and just seeing him being a lefty at first, and, and then like randomly he just switches to right. Yeah. Right, unless like, they've seen, unless they've seen yeah. it before. I mean, that that's got to be, or even if they have seen it, yeah, before, yeah. it must be it's like, be like they still mess f- with their heads. Yeah, Absolutely. you think about it. You have to yeah. think about it. Yeah, and like because that is something that I mean, I didn't think about that stuff when I was. Like, I remember being, but to younger. do it on a lark just to fuck yeah. with people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, I remember that's, that's how comfortable you guys got just going yeah. with your off hand. Yeah, yeah. just. A, that's know, a most thing. of us I mean, did. It's, it's yeah. just I was simple so stuff. Any coach will tell you any sport that you play, just do it. Just practice yeah. it. Yeah. Practice, practice. And you won't. You can't get better unless you practice. You can't yeah. bitch about it and not practice. Yeah. You know, the only way you're going to get better, like even in your day to day, what you do as an architect. Yeah. You know, you have to throw shit to the wind to see what's going to yeah, stick. You know? Actually, it's ridiculous. <laughs> see what's going to stick to see where it carries. <laughs> um, but so one of the things I. Once I couldn't really remember exactly what 
the story was? Because you went, did you go to military school? I did. Um, I. And how young were you when you went to there? All right, so I started playing lacrosse in seventh grade. Okay. Like you. Mm-hmm. Um, seventh and eighth grade at Barnesville Middle School. Uh, I played my freshman year at, at Barnesville High School most of my freshman year. I got hurt. I got, took a ball to my leg during practice mm-hmm. from a senior. It was like a 90 mile an hour shot to my leg and, and it's never, yeah, I was a pussy. Seriously. Um, and I stopped playing. Seriously. I, it put me out and I regretted that day ever since. So I went, I went to military school my sophomore year and I did everything that I could for three years to get a program going at yeah. Hargrave. I played my senior year at Hargrave. Nice. Um, it was a great film. What's that? Must have been a great. It was it was amazing thing because that was one of the reasons I went to Hargrave was because they put on their on their brochure that they had lacrosse. It yeah. had been a club for a couple of years prior to me getting there, and it was just unorganized club. They just played there at the school. I guess they had a couple of scrimmages or whatever. Um, but me and a good friend of mine, Jason Hinckley, uh, he was also from the Cape, um, and a teacher, TRS. <coughs> He went to Hampton, Sydney, and they had a lacrosse program. He never played, but he loved the game. Uh, he was our, essentially our coach. Jason and I did pretty much all the coaching. TR got as much information as he could from the Hampton, Sydney coach. And he got the players to come down referee games for us, and you know we, mm. you know we carried a schedule. We had, I think we had 16 games yeah, yeah, that you, initial year. And you managed had, it. It was a ragtag bunch of kids. I could. I could probably flip through the phone and show you a picture of us, um, but it was it was an amazing feeling to play. I played I played on the attack. <coughs> I was a bit of a ball hog, but I mean Jason and I pretty much carried the team. There was yeah. only there but you was made only one other kid that had ever played, and it was our goalie Tim Hodgson, who's mm-hmm. passed away a couple of years ago. Um, he was phenomenal. Uh, he just he's like I played lacrosse. I'm like cool. Where did you play goalie? Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Like, Perfect. Sweet. So we can build. So we got, uh, we had this guy, I can't remember his last name, but uh, he went by Scooter. He was a postgraduate football player, and because we were a private school and it was a club, he could play. Okay. So he played defense, and uh, my buddy Dave DeHart played, and this other kid, Jeremy Littlefield, and a really good friend of mine, Ivan Ortiz. He, they all played defense, and I played attack with... Sam Bernier and another kid I can't remember and then Hinkley carried the midfield with my buddy Gray Ward and uh, a couple other kids um, we had these two brothers that were on the, the local kids they were farming kids that went to school one of them was just a fucking ox of a kid right just huge and the other one was small mm-hmm. and they did everything together um so they played football together. They played lacrosse together. They did everything together. They were inseparable, and it was funny. We, we got into a huge brawl at Ravenscroft in Raleigh, and it was because somebody from Ravenscroft hit the little brother. Yeah. Uh-huh. And big brother came in, like, unglued, unhinged, not like a fucking pit bull on a tire, but like a fucking raging elephant through the brush to get to his I mean tossing kids it was the most amazing thing I've ever been in the middle of I yeah just right watching it go on and like okay so 
Yeah. Well, because so I mean, we it's like you mess with a little, you mess with someone's little, like. Yeah, you mess with family, and, and it's all all bets are off. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, we carried that season, um, and then it went from there. Jay Jay had it his senior year. He was a junior my my senior year, um, and then it just grew from there. It's been going. I think probably ten years. It was a club, and then they made it an official varsity sport. It's been an official varsity sport there. Wow. For twenty years or something right. like that, yeah. So I mean, I, that's pretty cool. That is kind of my legacy to Hargrave, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. You started the program, it's because it's a we. I, it's no, it's not a me. Yeah, and I, I do that too with my coaching. You were a part people, of it. People laud me for all my coaching and stuff. And it's like it's not me. Oh, great game. It's not me. Yeah, it's them. They just listen. Yeah, I, you know, I say try this. They try that. We say run this play they memorize it's, it's them right. it's never me at all but you're still a part of it you know what I mean well, especially with, I mean, the, pro- I'll, I'll, with the program you know, you know what every coach every coach um, and I hope this is how they think but I think most every coach will say it's, but they, they share they coach because they want to share a game that they love or right. they really really like they have a great yeah. interest in, and they want to impart how they feel about the game yeah. it is I mean it, if you if People play certain sports and love them or hate them. I played football. Yeah. I enjoyed my pl- playing football. Yeah. Um, but I love lacrosse. I played hockey. I was yeah. okay at hockey. Um, I don't mind watching it. Yeah, hockey's fun. Uh, th- this silly sport with the sticks, I love. I don't know why. It's yeah. just it's just this crazy it's addiction. So unique. It is. Yeah, it's um, very. It's unique. just so and you, different. You, you can't explain it except to another player. I mean, even yeah, you know. I mean, the only thing I could, you know, some like niche sports, surfing. You know, surfers understand other surfers. Yeah, lacrosse players understand other lacrosse players. Yeah. Um, you can translate some things to other athletes, and they'll go, okay, yeah. Yeah, because it's kind it. of a similar setup to, I mean, hockey and soccer, right? But I mean, hockey so, I mean, is another one that like you can really only. Yeah, you, you can don't really know what's only happening. talk to a. Another hockey player yeah. about hockey. Yeah. Like me and Troy have this. We always talk about this. Someone like someone who like never really played hockey before. Like mm-hmm. starts to like talk to us and is like, yeah, they didn't really like do this or like they like checked him or like just the way they talk about it. They don't really understand the way like the whole thought process yeah. behind it. Right. Like the hockey is the same with lacrosse, where like you have like you have the puck. Or a ball, and someone's trying to hit you or get rid of the puck yeah, or a ball, but you're trying to put it in a net or get it yeah. to your teammate. Yep. So there's so much thinking behind it, absolutely. but it's so quick, and you still have to be moving. Yes. And like you just, no one gets it unless you've like actually tried. had to do it. Yeah, you tried. Yeah. And, it's like, and how come you're always faster when you're running away than when you're chasing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> always seems to work. Right. Why? No, absolutely. I, I envied you guys that played on the ice. I loved watching you guys play other sports. Mm. Yeah. It was, one, the the great thing about it was it wasn't me commanding the ship. It wasn't me, yeah, you know, there it's a running things. Not seeing what's going on, knowing what's going on, but not watching everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being able to take it all in. It's like, you know, focused on one thing. Hey, coach, did you see one? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I can't tell you how many goals of my sons I missed. Right. I <coughs> and he was on track to be a pretty high scorer when until you know he yeah. could no longer play. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, that, it, it was yeah, yeah. You hear that, buddy? I love you to death, <laughs> but you're a dick. Uh, 
uh, I am very proud of my son. He is yeah, doing very, very well in life, and I, I love where he's at. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just things going on, you know, someone behind you goes, hey, coach, blah, 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 or someone's just fucking around behind you yeah. on, the, on the sideline. You're like, guys, come on. Yeah. You're taking away from me yeah. being able to See, do actually, something, you know. Yeah. Even if it was something just nonsensical coming out of my mouth, you know, yeah. just noise on the <laughs> sideline sometimes. Yeah, you're like, what? Did, did you he just say? So did you enjoy? I mean, obviously it was different age groups, so yeah. it's it's different. But did you enjoy the being like more of an assistant versus being the head coach? I did. I you absolutely did. did. Um, it allowed. Um, I think it allowed me to be more personal. Yeah. With you guys to I think be so. able to, I don't know, transcend, I guess, more than just a coach. Yeah. You know, but I don't really know how to put it. It, it kind of, I say like nephews or some, some garbage like that, but I mean, just friends, I guess. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I've watched you guys grow up and, and maturing and into young men. Mm-hmm proud to know you I wanted to you know be more than just a coach in your life yeah right you know and it was, it's I don't know it's a lot of respect I guess I, one from you guys but I think towards you guys um, and showing you know not just treating you like kids yeah you know because yeah, that's really how it was too once we were because obviously when we're when we're in King Crush like we are kids you know what I mean so like we well absolutely and, and I had to you know I've got to treat you <laughs> as such and, and that's the way that it is with yeah that's how it's now yeah that's how it should be um, yeah. absolutely so there, there's and it's progression that's why I like I, that's why I really seriously I told you earlier and I think I've told you before I've really enjoyed watching your progression as mm. players and and why do you think I'm sitting here yeah I, I, I've vested interest in all of you guys yeah and right. it's really really cool so it, it is it's like extended family right um, and it's fun you know I but that transition from coach to an assistant coach yeah. really, I think, helped helped like solidify that. Yeah, I, I feel like it was more of like a like the freeing comes to mind, but like that's yeah. not necessarily the right term, I don't think. But it's no, like a- absolutely a little bit of less responsibility. Yeah, and you can kind of like just like try to not have to worry about everything that's going on as much. Right. Like, yeah, there's someone out. Like, I don't know. No, absolutely, absolutely. And it's easier to like you were 100. Like you were able to just kind of be a part of like whatever's going on between the players mm-hmm. you know what I mean on the sidelines or like whatever it was like a different environment you know, tends, you know and you were still able to go to the JV though and kind of be more of like the you know at that, at that point though it was and, and unfortunately there is no longer a JV program within the I, school because of just numbers really like and, not at all yeah, well no I mean you gotta look at it I mean dude there wasn't even one dude, on the dude your, your freshman year your freshman year I think was the, your, your it was like the last kid. like our sophomore year was yeah we the actually last had freshman year. games remember that well it wasn't didn't freshman we have, like, games we it didn't was, it, was, it, was it was JV games, games but, it was, but it was all freshmen it was all freshmen right. oh, man, our football? freshman year we had like a full tw- field we had like 20 freshmen seriously because we crazy. like freshman year, we're just like anybody. We were like, come play lacrosse. Like and you also had sophomores had, and juniors that were playing, and you guys are getting playing time over these kids, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah these I, guys know how to play. Yeah. Who taught you?" <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. Like that was the thing. Like we had so m- many people come in freshman year, yeah. and then we were all like, "Yo, just come play lacrosse. Like, come hit people." Like, yeah. And like yeah, we well, got we did, we so did many people, people to come play too. Yeah, like 
Anthony LaFond, like, right. holy he, shit. He wow. ended you up being, talk about a kid who wound up being a fucking great defender. Yeah, exactly. Right? He got very, he wow. very good. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, like, Papa Bear protecting the Cubs, seriously. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, my right-hand man. Yeah. It was awesome. And now he's still fucking ripping the drums. Dude, yeah. yeah. He's doing I, amazing. I gotta get down to UMass and see him. He yeah. comes to I Boston every once in a while. I, like, wasn't, I only like, knew him through He's that. always, like, wicked busy. Yeah. He I would played, imagine. I remember yeah. I... Anthony and Anthony played uh, baseball together yeah. a long time ago. Uh, I think it was the year before he came, before Anthony started playing lacrosse. Yeah. Um, so I knew Anthony from before. Yeah. And so it was kind of neat to see him, you know, come back around and, and catch up yeah. with you guys. Yeah. You know, we ended up bringing a lot of people kind of into the. Yep. I can't think of, I can't think of, there I mean so later on like Morel like Morel yeah. never played you know and by the time we were yeah, seniors like he was Matt playing. or no Matt did play Matt played crush. some King Crush yeah yep. he, he was he texted me like a couple weekends ago and was just saying that he wanted to come down here soon and I told him like you're coming down he said he was going to get in touch with you but I guess it just never happened no I just yeah we, I didn't hear from him yeah and I didn't think about it until this morning as I'm packing up I'm like he's probably sleeping yeah no. but no he'll, I mean, sorry he'll Matt down. yeah no he'll come down someday no, it would have been cool. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it would have been fun because I he was, I have to say, he is one of my all-time favorite kids yeah. that I've coached. And it's not, and Matt, no offense, it's not because you're the best defender on the planet. It's not because you're the best ball carrier, the <laughs> best guy at ground balls, or the best guy at stripping a guy from a ball, but it is you are the best fucking shit talker <laughs> on the field at any given second in any game around the globe oh, and yeah. having you be able to get inside of people's heads on he the field always. was amazing to watch we were such so a, thank you we were such a tag team <laughs> yeah it became like it was like like our defense literally yeah. just became a head game yeah yeah i was gonna say you it guys was like nuts really like we had we had Kenzie to just strap a kid, yep. and then we had me and Matt to just tell the kid he's bad. Yeah. Like, literally, that was it. Like, I can remember, like, you remember Palomar senior year, that OT game? So, I remember in overtime, they had this one play. They just passed it around three times. Mm-hmm. They'd pass it over, pass it straight across the crease, mm-hmm. like, every time. Or the kid up top, he would do, like... A split dodge past the pick and then shoot it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I knew their play each yep. time. And I knew it was coming and like we still couldn't stop it for some reason. But anyways, I would just tell the kid, like I don't even remember his number. It was like yeah. eleven or fifteen or something. And I would tell him, like every time he got the ball, I'd be like, shoot it. I'd be like, shoot it. I can remember you saying that. <laughs> I think Jared was on him. Yeah. I'd be like, it. shoot it. I'd be like, come on. I'd be like I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> I was like, shoot it. I was like, I know. Yeah, do and something like, different. <laughs> I, like I knew that, like this attackman was getting it, so I'd be like, I know he like I would call out his number. I'd be like, I know like 19's getting it or something like that. I'd be like, yeah. you're not fooling me. Yeah. And then like I would just like keep talking crap, and like the refs would be like, why? Like they would like like they would like say something sometimes they'd be like cut it out or something but like I never would cause like it wasn't like yeah, it was never, like, there's no rule that says you can't do that you can talk about right. anything you can sit out there and say catfish all yeah. day long if right yeah. like, as long there was as you're no, not swearing yeah. no. you're telling your defense what's gonna happen yeah. I mean that's like I was all but like that's I was always hilarious. just like 
I remember that game so vividly because like I literally was just feeling like shoot it, shoot yeah. it, come on. Like he would shoot it, and I'd be like, oh, you almost got it. And like I would just like we were a straight up outlet over his head to Jared, yeah. and like we'd be on the breakaway. Oh, yeah. We and were then, like, game. We were Evan Edmonds. Right? So awesome, you guys. Uh, I was. We were having the, whole, the yeah. whole thing with uh, was it Laconia? Everybody was like, "Oh, they're they destroy clears," and we ate them. They had yeah, we no did. idea what the hell. No. I mean, I know we lost we lost to them by one right yeah. in overtime at night, but we friggin' punched them in the mouth, and mm-hmm. they had no that idea what was happening. That was the year they won it. That we just yeah. literally outran. Yeah. Them. Oh my god, that, we just, that was junior year. Dude, yeah, I wish you guys could have heard that. Their coach was absolutely freaking out. On the sideline, he's like, "We should be crushing these kids, <laughs> crushing them. They're nothing, you know." I'm like, "No, no, but no, uh-uh. <laughs> but we, we practice, and it, and yeah. it was because of Ryan Hart. I was so gonna say, like, he, Ryan Hart, he drilled that clear. And Ryan Hart is like so much better a coach than Rob and I combined. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, Rob and I both have a love for the the sport. Yeah. Rob has a longer experience with the sport. He knows more than I do, but Ryan. Could just, just translate it on the field because he played at yeah. higher levels he was than both Rob and I. Yeah. And it was amazing to have him out there. It was amazing to see you guys do that. You guys yeah. played at a level in high school higher than I ever played at. I mean, even you know, I play a little bit, dabble here and there in yeah, adult league, mentally. but and I play against played against some pretty high caliber yeah, right. players. But you you guys were like like a Collegiate team, you guys played that so well. Year, our our Cause junior year was just a such an oiled machine. Oh my like, god! Because well, junior yeah. year was pretty much senior year, but we had Bailey too. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Oh god! And oh, man. and we had him going two sports with track right before. Yeah, that was his. But that was when he was crazy. That was fast. literally when he, he was always fast, and he so. couldn't. He would never stop running. Like yeah. he, he'd go all the way down and pick up the ball off the end line and yeah, run that's it all actually the field. thinking about like, that now because I'm like, oh my dude, god, that would murder me. Game long. Yeah. Was, that was our clear. Like uh, there would be times that him. like I wouldn't even like pick the ball up on the clear. Like yeah, we would just, just give it to Bailey, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I'm here if you need it. He'd look at me, like fake a pass, and then just run. Yeah, he was fast. As and then yeah, just was, run. Th- they were like, it's that. Fucking running back from Manad. Yeah, right. You know, and they're like, yeah. Oh, he's yeah, fast as fuck. He, he was. Yeah, he, he was, was just fun to watch run. And well, he was like, wow. he was just special because he like, couldn't start playing wax and so. You know, I I talk about Bailey is um, Bailey is, and I he knows that I've said this before, mm-hmm. and I I know you guys have all have all. Played. Yeah. He is like the most unbelievable player I've ever had. Mm-hmm. As as a coach, just like I, I've never before athlete. had a kid come out sophomore year mm-hmm. and just begin playing, play him in a couple of different positions to figure out what he was, and then wind up starting yeah. varsity. Yeah, that year starting varsity. Yeah. His sophomore year is the yeah. first year ever playing yeah. lacrosse. And yeah, I mean, you talk about pissing off coaches and pissing off parents. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it paid off. Oh my, the kid was. I've never seen it like that. I've yeah. never seen anything like that before in my life. It was amazing. He started to watch. in like seventh grade. Yeah, he was D one. Oh my god, he yeah. He thought about playing college across. I think he did. He was he was playing yeah. football and yeah. I, 
he wanted to play football. And then cool. I went and watched him play. He was great. He yeah, asked you know? Kenzie if there was, like, walk-ons. And then, like, Kenzie asked his coach, and, like, his coach just really. accept the walk-ons. Yeah. Like, they technically have to have a walk-on day. Because all in CAA. Yeah, and get to open it up to. Yeah, but open he won't. Like, he doesn't really consider yeah, it. He doesn't really Unless consider. you're probably crazy. Yeah, yeah. which, like, he would have. Yeah, he could have seen I think, I think he would have. I think, I really think Bailey would have. He would have been that one. Stayed playing sports in college mm. if, if he had played lacrosse over football. I think he. And I may be speaking completely out of turn. I don't know because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't talked with Bailey about it, but I think he got burned out on Yeah. Yeah, I kind of football think. is just like a sport, and it can it's burn like, you out. Yeah, you, because it's every day. It's so physical. It's so demanding, and then there's also so much, especially in college. There's so much like film. Well, they always yeah. talk about how like everyone always says, right, that college football will never be. It's like the experience isn't the same as high school football, yeah. like in terms of like camaraderie and like people being your friends. Right, and I feel like. Not that lax is in a similar way, but I feel like once you get into college lacrosse, you can kind of become more individualized and still function, like, with your team and, like, still just be really good as yourself. But, like, in football, you literally always have to – the whole team has to be close to, like, do well. You know what I mean? Like, it has to. And if you don't want to commit to new people, then, like – yeah. I mean, the cross you still have to, of course, commit to new people, but it's like, well, when in I, terms of actually playing, you can do things individually. When I went on all my visits for, like, college – like, all the teams were, like, they were just like us. Yeah. Like, there was, like, when I went to Tusculum down in Tennessee, literally in the locker room, like, before we, before their practice, so we were going to watch their practice, we sat in the locker room, and, like, literally their pregame ritual is this dude with long hair, mm-hmm. takes his hair down, like, covers his head, and like starts bouncing, and then like once the bass drops this wicked heavy metal song, he drops his pants and does the windmill. What? Like he just like starts whipping his dick around. What? what yeah, is this? like that was their pregame ritual. Where was it? What is yeah, it? Yeah, like at one of the college programs I went to. What the heck? Down like for Tennessee. a visit. In yeah. Tennessee. Huh. So like. Well, I went to. I'm glad you didn't wind up going to school there. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, I yeah. did not expect the story it was, to it was meet wild. there. It's wild. It was like. I let went, me tell you what. I was not expecting it. I was yeah. right behind them. I went to. <laughs> I went to M- the MIT Norwich football game yeah. like last weekend, two weekends ago. Was yeah. Brendan in? Yeah. Well, they don't. He doesn't. He. They're both. Brendan and Hunter are both hurt, so they weren't playing. But I talked to both of them a little. I don't think Brendan can like ever play sports again. He's yeah, like so bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, his knee's, like, really bad. Yeah. Um, sucks. But, uh, I talked to them both for a little, but that's what, like, after the game, me and him were talking, I, like, walked with them to the locker room, because, like, I was heading that way anyway. And he was like, but dude, like, you saw the game today. He was like, you could fucking play. And I was like, yeah, I know. And it was like, it really was, like, obviously, it's, like, it's just D3 football, but, like, it literally, like, we all could have played. You know what I mean? And, like... Just seeing, like, I mean, there were some kids who were really good, but I was there wasn't any kids out there yeah. that were like any more significant than we would have been if we right. played for three more years for oh, college. It was the same, yeah. I thought the same when I went and saw Bailey play there at, mm. you know, at, at FPU. Yeah, at yeah, Pierce there. It was just like it was basically watching a high school, you know, just yeah. a really good high school football game. Yeah. You know, like a really big yeah school, what, like a big Texas yeah. school or something like that, or a PG program. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, when I went to Anna Maria, um, like the football coach asked me, he was like, "Do you want to do a sport?" Yeah, I remember you saying that. He was like, he looked at like literally, I don't, my what I did was, 
I got to Santa Maria. I walked to the football field to meet the lacrosse coach, mm-hmm. and, like, the lacrosse coach wasn't there yet. And the football coach thought, like, I was a recruit for them. Yeah. And he was <laughs> like, yo, you coming out? I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, there's a practice. He's like, aren't you a recruit? I was like, no, I'm playing lacrosse. I'm here for lacrosse. And he was like, do you, he was like, if you come, he's like, you can dual sport. Dual sport, no Like, he literally was just straight up, like, you wow. can dual sport. Yeah. Huh. Um, awesome, dude. Yeah. Wow. So was the, the, kind of backtracking a little. Yeah. Was the, your military school? Yeah. Was it like a was it like a religious school or, or do those not go so hand, do those it not was, go hand um, in hand? It was Baptist affiliated. We went to church uh, twice on Sunday and we had Vesper services on Thursday evenings. And then there was I want to say Tuesday. Tuesday we had like a, a midday like everybody in school. So a few the, the times a week. Yeah, we went. I mean, yeah. It was like four times. You said it. You said it's Baptist. Baptist affiliated. It was, so it, was the, it was the Chatham Training School initially when it started in 1909. Yeah. And um, uh, and then it transitioned to military because World War One had broken out, so they transitioned mm-hmm. to building soldiers and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. To ship off overseas. Yeah. And then. I want to say slightly, maybe right around that time, 18, 19, it was named Hargrave Military Academy after one of, uh, a, a really big benefactor to uh, Chatham Training School. Okay. Uh, and then it, you know, it just, it was a military school ever since, still is. Were you, was your family religious before you went to that so I grew up, school? So I grew up in a uh, God-fearing house, we'll say. Religious is God, one thing. God what? God, God-fearing or, okay. you know, People who attend church and then people who believe in God. Okay. So, religious versus God-fearing. Yeah. Um, so it was a non-denominational church. No, not Catholic, not Baptist. It was okay. just. You're coming you went here. There, to you went to church. You sang songs. You were taught about God and His Son Christ. That's pretty cool, actually. So it's um, having a belief system is 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 something good. Yeah. Uh, especially if you know that there's consequences, you know, or you believe that there are consequences <coughs> for, for wrongdoing. It, it helps you kind of keep in check. It, it's kind of like basic laws that we have in society today. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not there to be assholes. It's there to kind of keep people in line. You know, our Constitution could be seen as the Bible for our country. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the written word of what law is in the land. Right. Nothing supersedes what the Constitution says. Constitution is the foundation for our government. Right, how it started. Okay, so same thing with religion in people's lives. It could be Catholicism, it could be Lutheranism, it could be Evangelical Christian, uh, and then you have a myriad of other, you know, there's still more within Christianity, lots more branches. You have Judaism, you have Islam, Buddhists, and a whole host of others. Sorry if I left you off the list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but there, they... Some people believe that everybody winds up worshiping the same entity. I don't yeah. know. I won't. I won't know until I pass on. You know, if, if, if that's how you believe, you know, you believe that yours is, and you won't know the truth until you pass on. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty big gamble in life. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Because so, I mean, I've never been very religious. Like I just like growing up at all, and I'm still like not. I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I'm more just like interested in religion okay. and like. If I had the time, I'd probably take, like, a religious studies class, but I just, like, really can't. 
I mean, I probably could eventually, but whatever. And, um... Hey, just try it. Yeah. And, but, like, I do my best to, like, keep kind of, like... Like, I try to read a lot of nonfiction and, like, um... Sometimes stuff about religion, sometimes just stuff about, like, physics and, like... Um... I don't know. But, um... My... I have a fiction teacher. Like, I'm in a contemporary fiction class. Literally the whole class, all we do is just, like... We've, like, we just finished our third book for the semester, so we just, like, he signs us a book. We have, like, three, like, every class. We see each other twice a week. It's, like, 50 pages every class. We read for it, and then we just talk about it at the end class, and then we take an exam. It's, like, pretty dope. Like, yep. besides the fact that you have to end up, like, reading. Like, I have to spend a lot of time reading, but, like... Which you don't have a whole lot of time because you're just spending time doing... Architecture, architecture stuff. stuff. yep. But gotcha. I kind of took the class because I like reading, but I never have the time to, so, like, this class kind of made me... You read on the train. So I read something that the teacher recommended me on the train because what it is is he's like he's definitely he's definitely religious. He doesn't like preach it on us, right? Because like you're not really supposed to do that. But he like he he brings it up a lot and he references it a lot and like um, I can just tell that he like definitely is religious. I have I have issue with him. In what what religion is it that he is religious in? That I would I don't know. Which branch of Christianity? Okay. But definitely some kind so of. So he's not allowed to talk about his religion, but other people can talk about other things, and that's okay. That's a whole. Yeah. Other, that's a whole other argument for another time. Yeah. But so I mean, I think it's a shame that he's not able to talk about something that he knows about. Right. Without people being offended. And that's why. That, but that's the thing is, I think he he's like actually his name's David Downey. He's like literally the coolest. He's like such a laid back professor. Like we spend the first twenty minutes of every class like. Talking about what happened with football this week, and right. talking about like movies. If everybody watched any good movies, he's like a wicked movie fanatic. He's always just, like recommending good things to read, good things to watch, and he's like all about. So he's he's being more than just a teacher. He's yeah. passing in your that's life. Nice. He's being that's a part really of your nice. life. And like I enjoy, I literally like I have that, to take a certain. That's a great. That's a great teacher. So. Yeah. <laughs> he's and that's the thing is he is and like I have one like actual like friend in the class, Megan. Right. Yeah. She's in my class, and like literally everybody just know like. Cause like you're literally just going there and like he's just sitting down and like he literally just like wants to talk to you and hear like what you're thinking about the book, but like uh-huh. he like warms you up with like talking about anything that anybody really wants to talk about, <coughs> and like I think I'm part of it. I really like it's kind of like it's almost like similar to the time I spend like here with my friends and stuff. It's just like actually talking about stuff. But he, there's this guy that is that book Blaise Pascal. He Blaise Pascal was a like. Um, he was like a mathematician, but also just like a philosopher. Okay. And he, he like Pascal's triangle. Yeah. Right in math, like I think we learned about that in like geometry. Like that is this guy. I think, I would assume so. <laughs> and um, he literally was just like this like notable, just like critical thinker, right? And he literally would just sit at his desk and like write down ran he'd just sit there and think about things and then just like if he had a crazy like good idea he'd just write it down okay and then if he'd have ideas that were similar to each other he'd like put them together and like organize them but then like something else came up and he'd write it down and like he passed away like a while ago like hundreds of years ago and i think i don't really know exactly but um he was born in 1623 so yeah he died in like probably less than 1700 so yeah, a long time ago and um Probably about like forty. <laughs> yeah, like a long time ago, and he, so he, 
whoever, someone, like, went to his desk after he passed away and just, like, organized all the papers, and there's, like, a bunch of different versions. Like, the first, like, 20 pages of this book is just, like, an introduction to, like, what this really is. Really? And... First 20 pages of the book. It's, like, an intro. Like, literally, it took me so long just to get through to, like, what I actually wanted to start reading. So, what do they talk about in that intro? They talk about, like, pretty much who he is. They, like, they start off with who he is and, like, kind of some things that he accomplished, I guess. But then it really just goes into how they made this book because it's, like, it talks about how there's, like, multiple different versions of how his thoughts were organized. Because literally all it is is, like, you can open to any random page and, like, some of them are big, but, like, some of them, like, are really small. So, like, this page has, like, like, 504 is just, like, one really short, like, it's just, like, a, it's filled with a bunch of, like, random philosophical phrases that, like, um, literally, like, right, you just have every day, but, like, you, like, you question what life is, right? Okay. And, like, he literally... So it was a journal. Pretty much. It was just a journal. And you can had. literally, like, if you wanted to, you could just open to any page and, like, find a bunch of random-ass things. So what did this man do in life? In, in life, did he, like, was he a mathematician in life? Yeah, so he was, okay. he was a... So, so this is, this, this is a journal of this man's abstract thought literally he was like a critical thinker a okay. deep thinker who just like this is what he did to relax yeah like, right he and like okay. he wanted to know how the fucking world worked you know what i mean right and he on. was just like i'm gonna fucking figure this shit out and but one of the, like the what one of the things that like specifies in the intro is that um his he like his thinking was that like kind of christ is the leader and it was like we were talking, like, the other day with somebody that... Like, not Chris was a leader. That was a bad way to, like, frame it. But just the fact that he was, like... Like, his thoughts were based off the fact that, like, there's a god. And, like, we are worshiping so, so a he, god. he... Was it based on his mathematical findings? Or was this that... Because Christ wasn't the leader. Christ is God's son. Right. Who was sent to earth as a sacrifice for our sins. For, right, exactly. This is Christianity's belief. Right. This isn't... Anything, any one question or any one's version, this is across Catholics, you know, Christians That's in general. God's son was sent to Mary Magdalene, or Mary and Joseph, virgin birth. Right. The whole thing. This, and he was raised up and he was a carpenter. His father was a carpenter. And at 33, he, or he preached from a young time. Like he started preaching kind of youngish. And he, he preached for his life, but he died when he was 33 years old, and he was chastised by the Romans, right. and, and they crucified, crucified him, put him on a cross, and he hung there until he died. And he died for humankind's sins, sins right? not just the ones that were on earth at the time of his death, but for all eternity. Because, well, that's one of the things that, and there's something about him forgiving them, right? Right. He forgives them. Like, he forgives the people who did it. He forgives the Romans. Or he forgave everybody. Yeah. For everything. For, for everything. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Because they don't understand what they're doing. They don't see what you have done. You don't. See, they don't see your sacrifice. They don't. And he understood that he was a sacrifice. Yeah. And he didn't really. He. It, and there was a point where he did not want to be this sacrifice. But then he understood that he was the sacrifice, and that he needed to go through with this. And to allow yourself, okay, to be treated the way that he were tre- he was treated and die the way that he was dying for others is the ultimate thing that you can do for another for human another being, yeah. for mankind. Yeah. Um, many folks will argue this. I mean, it, to hear it right. described like this is like, wow. 
But I mean, that's the short of it. You want to you want to get into it in depth? Read the Bible. That's what I was literally just going to ask you if, like, because I never I've read like few pages. That's it. Like when you were younger, did, is that one of the things you had to do in school so, I mean, or like as was, a kid? In, in so growing up as a child, I remember Sundays was for church, man, yeah. and we went to church every Sunday, and there was no argument. You were going to church. You went and you sang songs in, in the chapel, and you heard the sermon from the from the preacher. And the church that we went to, they had a puppet show. They did a puppet show, and then we went off out back. It was thank you, kids, for behaving yourselves for this part of the sermon. Yeah. For hang, you know, for behaving this long. You're going to go to Sunday school, and then the parents are going to get to enjoy a longer sermon. Um, and that was every Sunday, and it was so we learned about. We learned Bible verses, and it's not like we had homework or anything, but right. it was they, they had a vested interest in sharing with us something that they believed in. Yeah. And, it, and a lot of it's ingrained in my head. That's why I don't hope to ever sound like I'm a, a know-it-all. I, mean, I, know a yeah. lot of, I know a lot of things. I'm not an expert on any one yeah. of them, but I can hold my own in a conversation. Yeah, right. But, you know, it's it's just I know about it because it's what I experienced growing up. That's what I was going to say. It, it's, I don't know if it makes me who I am I mean, because I'm a little bit crazy, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit kooky, a little bit funny, whatever. Um, but I, I think it, it, it gives me a background on general morality. Yeah, right. And I think that's what it's kind of always just really supposed to do. You know right. I mean? I, well, it, it's... How vested in it do you want to be? Yeah, right. Do you want to just dabble your toes in it? So then if you just want to dabble your toes in it, then, yeah, it's a pretty good backdrop on which to base your life. Right. You know, treat others kindly. Don't steal. Don't kill. Right. You know, this, that, and the other thing. Treat other, you know, treat the golden rule. human. Yeah, the golden rule. Right. You know, but there's other folks that that get into it like an, like a, an Olympic athlete gets into their sport. Yeah. And to them... That's Kudos, whatever. I mean, that, if that's what you want, cool. Yeah. Right? You know, we're supposed to be tolerant of everybody and accept what everybody wants to be able to do. Why are Christians, like, the least tolerated people? Mm. Why? And is it because that they're easy to pick on? You have to wonder why you, you pick on one group like that ad nauseum and, and Christians bad, blah, blah, blah. Let's elevate these people all around over here. Yeah. So why, why pick on the one? And if you really think about it, and this is what a lot of the, the real faithful, and I, my pastors in the past have said it, they, they, nobody says Muhammad, damn it. Nobody says Buddha be damned. Yeah. Nobody says Buddha fucking a cow. Yeah. Nobody says that. Yeah. It's God damn it, Jesus Christ, JFC. Why? Yeah. Why? And my pastors would say it's because it is the one true religion. Mm. All the others, if if sorry Muslims that I'm going to piss somebody off, if Muhammad was actually the prophet that everybody was supposed to be following, yeah. don't you think it would be his name taken in vain? Yeah, well, that's my belief. Well, and because don't I, I feel like we've talked about this some in my class that like. Don't most religions stem back from like the judo the judo Christian, right? Judo Christian -Christian was like. So, um, the Jews are the chosen people, right? Okay, of of the Bible. Um, You have the twelve 
uh, tribes of Judah. Maybe getting that wrong. Yeah. Um, but they are the chosen people, the Israelites. Right. Um, they were, you know, saved from Egypt, saved from slavery. Um, they are. So Christ was a Jew. Okay? He was born yeah, Jewish. Yeah. Right. There's no questioning that. That is in the Bible. Yeah. Um, so essentially all Christians follow a Jewish carpenter. Right. In their beliefs. Yeah. So, um, but, so where we did, where Christians different from Jews is that we believe that God has sent his son. The Jews are still waiting for that arrival. They turn a blind, according to Christianity and its followings, they turn a blind eye to who Christ actually was. So, um, but I I may be mistaken on all points. I'm not a practicing Jew. I was not brought up in that religion, so I can't really pontificate on that. (coughs) Um, See, I like... Because I literally, like, know so little about religions. That's one of the things, like, this class that I'm in, we, like... Some of the... Like, a lot of... Like, a few of the things we've read, like... The first book we read was, like... Because you mentioned one branch of Christianity earlier, I think, Angelican, right? Evangelical. Evangelical. Yeah. So that's, like... They're, like... Super forgiving, I think. Right? They're, like... So evangelical... Evangelical churches are very... Outwardly preaching. Is that preachy. are those the ones? That they are typically they are typically the ones that will be out preaching on the street that will approach yeah. you on the street and want to talk to you. They are very outward going with their religion, mm. and not everybody likes them. Yeah, but because well, there's like the book that we were reading, right? There's literally this preacher who is evangelical, and yeah. then this guy that is the book is based around. He it was the book's rabbit rabbit run. Um, and the guy, like, has a kid, and or has a wife and a kid, and then, like, runs out on his, like, he gets, like, all worked up about things, he's, like, trapped in, like, this, like, society, it's, like, in the 50s, and he's, like, he all he does is, like, sell, like, some little, like, kitchen tool for, like, a living, trying to, like, mass produce them, he, like, works for, like, this huge company or whatever, and he thinks he's, like, trapped, and he runs out, he gets freaked out, and then cheats on his wife like hooks up with this like prostitute and then all this stuff just compilates throughout the story and then like the preacher is like involved the whole time and the whole like he what he specifies is just that like yeah like he he did something wrong but like we forgive him and like we can still try to like be better from this point and it's like one of the things we talked about was how because there was someone else in the book who was Lutheran which they're more like strict right and he was it was like there was like this whole scene in the book where it was like it was like Lutheran and Evangelican were kind of like having this clash because these two guys are arguing about how like no he could like he should like go to jail because he's like that's a crime yeah and then there was the other side that was like no we should just like forgive him for his sins and it was like two like extreme ends of that like spectrum and it was like there has to be balance. There always, always has to be balance. Yeah. So even within, within within Christianity, whichever branch, there are more strict, more loose. Realistically, to to worship God and to believe in His Son Christ, you do not have to go to a church. Sorry, preachers. However, you should want to hang out and be with other like-minded people. Right. If you want to live that life. Right. Okay. It's it's to shed your old life, to cast away, and to leave behind 
what you used to be. You've, you've blossomed. You've, you went into a chrysalis, and you've come out a butterfly, and you yeah. get to live a new life. Sure, there's always going to be people from your old life around, but you should not want to be a part of that, you know, because that could bring you down. Yeah. There, there are some people that completely alienate themselves from, the, from their old life. Yeah. Um, and there's other churches where they practice, I mean, very, very loose versions of this where, you know, all sorts of what we would call sins in other churches are kind of like okay to just, you know, pray for yeah. forgiveness every night. Right. Uh, where's the balance and what is actually right and what is what is wrong well that's, I mean, it's everybody there's so many different interpretations yeah. of Christianity who's right yeah and that's why I think it's like ultimately <clears throat> well one thing I think is so like great about it or like why I'm just I guess so like fascinated by it is that um like people base their life around it absolutely you know what I mean and it's yes. like regardless of whether you're for religion or against it people are basing their whole existence pretty much off of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, and that is like unbelievably It's powerful. like mass amounts of people. So, and that's so powerful, like to think about that. Like, and like 75% of the population. And it, yeah. Like the world. Probably. I would, I don't, I don't yeah, know the numbers. I mean, there's a, there, like, think there are very large religions and there are lots and lots. Yeah. I think Christ, Christianity, I think, is the largest by sheer number. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the I, list I, I feel like there could be Muslims. Muslim. Well, no, you're right. Because, because of Asia. Because of Asia and stuff like I mean, that. the Asian continent, there are a yeah. lot of Asian Muslims. Sorry, yeah. um, but there's a lot of people over in those yeah, countries. Yeah, absolutely, too. and yeah. and people, people in general, you you, you wonder. You, you're right now. You're wondering existentialism. Is there yeah. something? Right. I am interested in this. Yeah. There has to be something to this. Yeah. You know, you're getting older, so you're and it's a part of life that you're didn't know about and or you knew of yeah. but you're curious about it yeah which is cool I mean hey you're, you have you have an open mind you're you're willing to experiment try experience or even just learn yeah I mean what better way to learn about a culture about a people yeah. than to learn their religion not their language you can communicate in other ways but learn what they right. believe in their belief system you, yeah. you learn what their beliefs are and you could probably conquer a nation yeah seriously yeah well it's like because of like the fact that you can literally people literally will like it's not I'm, I don't like but people it's not that people like base their whole life around it but it's like they, when, once they have a consciousness of it yeah um, yeah, they do. People do base their entire lives around God and yeah. worshiping God and believing in His Son. Absolutely. And the other, like one thing I always thought too, it's like, um, like the people, a bunch of people gather in church, right? There's a lot of, I mean, there's, I've heard critics about the whole idea of like church trying to like take money, right? And it's all that the church is trying to like get money for people. But regardless of that, like. <laughs> that many people being in a room together who all believe that and all can like if they're all singing a verse together like that like does something for the people in that room even if it's not like supernatural you know what I mean like you're still like experiencing that and like you have that memory and like that can like make you feel a certain way you know what I mean absolutely it's, like, there's still something so powerful about that even if it's even if it is nothing you know what I mean it's for like some people, people it is akin to probably taking a drug or yeah you know, a, a climax of sex Right, euphoric feeling. I don't know if that it's that intense, but it 
Yeah, I mean, some people just, that's what they live for. They live for Sunday. Some folks go to church on Saturday night. Yeah. They have services, two church services on Sunday, and they have a midweek on Wednesday. Some folks, some churches do that. Yeah, and it's that. because people need to connect. They're like, my life is fucking spinning out of control. They won't say fucking, but yeah. <laughs> my life is spinning out of control. I need something to help me balance my life. And they go to church. Yeah. You know, or the Muslims, they pray several times a day. Yeah. They're praying yeah. to God several times a day. They're in so tune faisal. with their God. Or, or some of them, I'm sure, are very much more in tune with their God than others are. Yeah. Just like you can see it on a sports team. Right? Yeah. This is how you lay it out. You have your starters, you have your second string, you have your third string, and you have special teams and bench warmers. Yeah. Okay? Same thing can be said for religions and, and people within a church. Yeah. You have those people that sit closest to the door, so that way when it's over, they're right out. Gone. Yeah. You know, and then you have the other ones that are leaving two seconds before that the, the preacher's done so they can run out back and get the coffee and the food for the reception <laughs> after service. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, that are right in there in the thick of it. It, it. Just like families, it's just different people. And there's different levels, and at, like at work, different levels of, mm. you know, people putting in yeah. and, and taking back. Yeah. <coughs> it's interesting to see that you are taking an interest in religion. And I don't, you know, take it as you will. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's fun to see this abstract thought. You're, you're thinking about other things in life other than just your day-to-day, -day. Yes. all right, I've got this going on, I've got architecture, uh, you know, I've got this class to go to, but you're like, I've got time where I want to delve into. Yeah. It's pretty cool, you know? Well, it's like... Well, that's what I love about this thing, is, like, you can... If, you have, if I'm on the tee for two minutes, I can read ten little blurbs. Sure. Or if I'm on the tee for 30 minutes, I can read 20 pages. You know what I mean? And it's, like, you can get a lot of the information or a little, whereas, like, if you try to read, like, a novel on the book, like... You read it for 10 minutes, you don't really have time to get into it. Because, like, when you're trying to read something like that, you want to, like, get involved. And then, like, once you're into it, you're into it. And you yeah. can read, and you can turn pages, and you're, like, you're, re you're really into it. But for something like this, it's, like... Like, I do my best to, like, fold pages and, like, mark stuff, mark stuff up a little. But, like, so this thing, so... Why wouldn't you? It's your book, right? Yeah, right. It's yours. Yeah. Seriously. Right. Well, like, all in it, man. And then... So there's this... That's things I really haven't even gone far into it. But um, there's this one thing that I love because it's like I've always kind of thought, right, that like, like even from when I first started smoking, I literally always was like, it's not necessarily just like me like getting high. Like this actually like feels like almost medicinal, right? Or like it actually can help me in some way. And it's also like it's like I don't know. It's more. It's also in like. I've always thought there's been, like, this realizations after, like, tripping and stuff like that, too, right? And so there's this little piece in here, and it says, too much and too little wine is, like, the first statement. And then it's, like, the description below, and it says, do not give him any, and he cannot find the truth. And it says, give him too much, and it's the same thing. And, like, I literally just, like, thought about it forever. And it was literally, like, it just speaks to me, like, in the regard of, like, right, like, like, like back then he was drinking wine so it's like if he's sober maybe he can't pro like he doesn't have he like even like our teachers would tell us like if we're, when you're trying to do abstract work like 
I've literally had teachers be like, oh, like, drink a bottle of whiskey, or not yeah. a bottle, maybe drink a glass of whiskey, drink a, open a bottle of wine, and then, like, do these work, and it's like, people really do feel like it can help you kind of be creative, really? but he also says, like, if so, do not give him any, he cannot find the truth, and it says give him too much, the same thing. So it's like, you can't go crazy. There's a happy, happy medium. Yeah, you, you gotta find, find balance. that balance. Because, like, if you go crazy with it, you're just gonna be out of control, and you're not gonna... But if you can, like, find, if you can do that right amount it can just like help work for you and it doesn't have to harm you and it's like it's harmony it's, it's, yeah everything could be like that if we all just learn to get along a little better yeah right you know? know but like we were so we were talking a little earlier about like uh he was like so do you know anyone who lives here <laughs> and i was like no not really you know what i mean and there, i bet you there's hundreds of people who live here in my building and it's like i was telling him this hundreds what? More like yeah, thousands. You think it's thousands? How many, dude, how many there's floors? like 30 floors. 28. 28 floors. How many, how many dude. units I there. Floor? I bet there's at least... There's at least 50 people. Per floor, you think? I was going to say 25 to 30. 25 to 30 units? No, so... Man, how many is it? It's less than the full alphabet. So it's less than 26, I think. So but there, it's a mixture between four. Yeah, because because there's like but every. But then there's some doubles, right? Wow. There's some three bed. It's a mixture between a studio, one bed, two bed, and three bed. Okay. So you could have upwards. You could have. We'll just say for argument's sake, without doing the math, yeah. probably a thousand to two yeah. thousand people. And I don't really know any of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like we were saying, that's kind of the way the world is now. Like oh, you're living yeah. in cities, and like. You know, you can. It, there's this really, really simple way to. Well, yeah. Overcome this. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't have the balls to do it. It's just right. to walk with your head up, make yeah. eye contact people, and say good morning. Yeah. So. Or just say hi. Right. Hey. Because it actually does like you. You can make someone's day, especially like the other day, just by giving them a smile and saying hello. Well, yeah. And but the other day, literally, I was like leaving the grocery store, I think, and I. Like, right as I was about to let go of the door, I just, like, turned and over the shoulder, like, saw someone behind me, like, a little bit, like, a little ways. Like, whatever, I just, like, stopped and, like, held the door for this, like, lady. And she literally was, like, so, like, happy that, like, I... Yeah. She wasn't even right behind me. She was, like, four steps back. No, you weren't, like, the rest of the robots in the city <laughs> and just, boom. She was, like, oh, my God, thank oh, you. And I was, like, yeah, no problem. And then I just, like, kept going. And I was, like, fine. But then, ready? There's a whole other scenario. This is crazy. I literally, like, thought about it so much, like, still think about it. This one day, I left the grocery store, and there was a guy that walked out right in front of me. And we were kind of, like, walking at kind of similar pace the whole way back, and we literally both lived in this building. <laughs> and we, like, walked in. So we pretty much left the grocery store and saw each other, and then, like, kind of kept seeing each other on the way a little bit, and then saw each other when we got back into the building. But like, we never said a word to each other. You know what I mean? And it was like, I was, like, literally smiling in the elevator, like, just thinking that the fact that I was, like... I just walked uh, a quarter mile with this dude, and <laughs> now we're two feet from each other, and I'm not speaking and, to him. Yeah, not a word. You know, not what a word mean? between the two. And it's so like, and you're it's just so easy. Yeah. yeah, and it's but it's just so easy to fall into. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially with the earbuds. Oh, the AirPods. Too. You put those. You, I leave, I walk out that door, like, and I put earbuds in. Yeah, last night I went to CVS, and I like purposely was like I'm not listening to music when I go, and it's like even just like you feel so much more like there. When you're not yeah. listening to music in your head, you know what I mean? And like, you're in tune to what's going on. And I can hear someone like yeah. pick up a bag of chips, and like it wasn't me, and I know someone just picked up a bag of chips. You know it's what I mean? weird like, to like take the tea all the time with headphones in, yeah, and then the one tea. day not have headphones in. Mm. 
And you're just like, what, dude? The tea is weird. Like, yeah. Who, I don't remember who I was. All was, public, all public yeah. transit. Yeah. Doesn't matter who, where it is. They're they're no metal tubes of silence unless you have yeah. some nutter yeah. in there going completely bonkers, literally and fucking up everybody's quiet. Yeah. Everybody so. just want to. They just. Everybody just wants to exist. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm going I, to work. I, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to work. I'm going home. I don't want to be bothered. This is my quiet time. There's a million yeah. people around. Because um, God knows what they're going to get into when they yeah, get home. Yeah, because you know there's some, you know? like, middle-aged men that, like, that's the, that's, like, the one hour of their lives that, like, it's just them. So, ready for the, this, <laughs> like, I remember, I haven't seen this in a long time, actually, but it was one of my first, I think, I moved here because I was commuting a lot, and I was sitting on the T one day and it wasn't that crowded, and then a bunch of people came on and there was this guy sitting on, like, the seat. Is that, you can pull that more if that's in your eyes. But there was this guy sitting on the seat, and he pulled out a fucking newspaper, and, like, big-ass newspaper, and was, like, flipping through, and I was just like, I feel like you don't even see that anymore, you know what I mean? Well, that, was the, that was the norm 20 years ago. I know. Because that, we like, didn't have these damn that. things. Like, That's, 15 years ago, everybody was probably yeah. on the seat, <laughs> just, yeah. like... Yeah. yeah, actual books in front of them. Yeah, papers. and now yeah. everybody has their tablets. Yeah, so you could read, you could read the, you could read the opposite page from what they were on. And yeah, was, you could be entertained. I literally was reading the back of this yeah. thing, and I was like, I didn't pick up this newspaper, oh, yeah. but I'm like getting yeah. information off of it, and I was yeah. like, this is great. And like, but it was so funny because like, and he was an older guy too, you know what I mean? So it was like so like just perfect. Like he was like <laughs> some old man. He just like pulled out his paper, sitting on the tee. And I was just like, I would love to be in that guy's head. You know what I mean? And, like, just know what he's doing today and, like, see what's going on. Like, yeah, I'm going to get on the team with my paper. And it was just so That's funny. probably the daily ritual. Yeah. So they, they literally put up a blinder to what yeah. we want. We've just learned. That's, we've just learned. It's interesting. It's yeah. a micro-evolution and adaptation that we just... Turn your head down. Yep. Put your head down. Pull your hat. Pull your cap down low, or put your sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah. Put your earpods on. Put your and on there's your wall. Okay. Yeah, that's there, actually interesting. There's your wall. Before it was the newspaper or the book. You'd hold it up, and that meant leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not gonna look at you. You ever look at the crazies on the train? And then they look at you. Yeah, and that's, and that's then the whole you thing. Get engaged. We, we were saying it, it's people are afraid to make the eye contact because once eye contact is made. It, it is a natural like, inclination of human beings to want to connect. It's a connection, and, it's, yeah. and it is uncomfortable if you don't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And the yeah. further we go down the rabbit hole of technology, the, the farther away we get from may, being able to make yeah interpersonal you yeah. know com, you know connection connectivity. Well, and that's what like we were talking a little bit before, right? It was like that's, that's why cool. that's why I like to do these. You know what I mean? It's, this is awesome. And like. Because you don't do this anymore. People don't, you know, Just you don't, you go hang out with someone to get drunk. Yeah, or, which, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll drink on this or sometimes. Or go play video games. Or literally, yeah, go play video games. Or, like, maybe you'll go do something out somewhere. But, like, even still, you're out in public. And, like, you were saying, like, you're like maybe you go and, like, get a coffee. A lot of times you're waiting in line for a coffee and, like, you're on your phone. Because you don't want to sit there waiting in line and coffee. You're, yeah, you're bored. mad. You're, you're waiting. You're bored for thirty seconds. Or yeah. A oh my god! You gotta wait for coffee. So let me just pull <laughs> my phone and like swipe yeah. through a few times. I'm like, 
Yeah, what I've already looked at five times. Yeah, like I'm guilty of it too. There's literally times I'll swipe through Instagram, close out of it, and then like tear my screen left, tear my screen right, click on Instagram again. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like it's just like muscle memory. I it's hate like that. Dude, I literally yeah. want to delete yeah. my isn't social unbelievable? media app sometimes. Without having to hear a dinner bell or have it's Pavlovian without yeah. that ding, ooh, I'm hungry now. Yeah. Just you pick up the phone, instantly open it, and go to where you normally go. Yeah, it's so, it's almost like actually scary. It's just, it's like yeah. literally muscle memory. Because we do it so often. Trained all us, we're all monkeys, right? But what's cool about it, and like, kind of, like, because there's a lot of benefits to it too. You know what I mean? They're they're actually like just for business and like communication, like having the phones that can do these things mm. are like crazy. You ready? Okay. Uh, again, with like religion and Happy alcohol media. and everything else, there's everything, <coughs> everything yeah. must have balance. That's. Yeah. That's really what life's about. It is. Like, it that's is balance. There, there, literally is, just no, happy there is no good without evil. Yeah. You will never, ever, ever, ever have peace without somebody warring. Yeah. You can get people to get along for a time, but there's always going to be strife. Yeah. You'll never, ever, ever. Well, see, that's. I wish we talked about this a little the other the other day. Yeah. Because um, right there's like you go back. There's, you can kind of <coughs> there's people who talk about the idea right of like how you just brought up like good and evil, and how like those can just kind of be like the, the idea of those being like illusions or like fake right and that's just like us giving reasoning to one thing and it's like obviously you have to because then like you have to to have a, it seems like we'd have to to have like a civil society like we do right because then it's like someone could just do something that's terrible and you have no you're saying okay like yeah that's what happens yeah you you're know? just gonna let someone get away with killing somebody yeah, in front of a million people exactly. or in front of in front of one other person or just in front of nobody you're gonna let someone right. kill another human being for what and, and just be like oh okay exactly you have to have there have to be laws by which we govern ourselves right. it has to be but so obviously it's a little different because we're more we're more conscious animals but just in, we, we talked about this in class yes he mentioned it one day in class like something about animals and killing and this and that I literally was just like thinking about it and I was like so Right, we're still animals, but we're just more conscious beings. But it was just like relating, trying to relate to this somehow. But it was so if an animal, if a human kills, if a human, if I go and kill another human, right, it's evil. But if a leopard goes and kills a rabbit, it's just nature. You know what I mean? If a leopard, if if a male leopard kills a young leopard, that's just nature as well. uh, Exactly, it's It's also just nature. But that is the difference between animals and us. It's a consciousness. It's consciousness and a soul. We do not kill. Some people do kill their children before they're born. But I, I would never consciously want to harm any one of my children or anybody else's children. Right. But there are those people who do not have control over that. Yeah. they are still more animalistic. Right. Just, and evil. But that's when it's, it's like... It's weird to think that there's people... Because, I mean, I'll, like, just in cases of... I mean, we talked about... This was, like, our last podcast. got like, kind of heated. And I hear you mention, like, mm-hmm. whatever. It was literally, like, it came down to, like, mental illness. And, like, it was, like, mental illness and gun control is what it really came down to. And it just, like, got really heated. Because those those are dangerous those exactly. are dangerous roads to go down exactly. because they're very polarizing. But that's why I wanted to do it. Right. <laughs> because we should not be afraid as adults. Right. As anybody over the age of eighteen, adults. If you want to be seen in the eyes of an adult, you should act like one. Okay. And acting like an adult is being able to have 
an uncomfortable conversation where people can have strong feelings in one direction or another, and that's okay, and be able to walk away from it still being civil and friendly towards the other person. Yeah, exactly. It's okay to have a different point of view. Yes. Different beliefs. Yeah, Just absolutely. Different. I mean, whatever. I don't I don't care what you want to do behind in your life. Yeah. It used to be behind closed doors, whatever. People want to take their stuff out onto the streets and want to yeah. air their dirty laundry, whatever. That's their business. Don't cram it down my throat. Don't yeah. tell me that I'm not being tolerant. Don't tell me that I'm don't paint me with a broad brush. Right. Because you're being just as intolerant as I am. Right. That's that's how that goes. That's, I kind of feel it's like if I enjoy if I enjoy being around you and like I'm choosing to spend time with you, yep. but our beliefs are different, then like that's I fine. Really don't you know what I mean? Because like how right. Like, like, it doesn't, shouldn't mean anything. And it's like, because I enjoy just your presence. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, so why should, because you think this and I think that, we have to hate each other? It's like, no. We have to no. maybe disagree. If we ever talk about it, maybe we disagree about it. But it's like, we move on. And Absolutely it's like, can disagree. That, that's the great part about robots, being human. Robots do this exactly right. Because if you're not human, you just kill them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A robot, just you, you turn it on and it does its thing repeatedly yeah. over and over again. We're doing that, but we have consciousness. Yeah. And within that consciousness, we have the ability to disagree, but still be civil Some towards people. one another. Some people. <laughs> but it's everything is a learned response. Yeah. Well, what's really people tough. didn't act like they are today, yeah. twenty years ago. There were some aspects of people being civil, civilly disobedient. You know, and we touched on it earlier a little bit. It, but it's been a downward progression mm. for a long time. It's not any one generation's right. fault. It is a downward slide from a certain point in time. And yeah, it's just continuing. Each is progressively different. Each generation is progressively different than the last. Whether they're worse or they're better. It's like everybody's. Any one generation opposites. cannot judge another because we really, we're not growing up at that time. Yeah. We can look at it through rose colored lenses and say, well, when we were kids. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> dude, man, I, there's a lot of things in life I'd have done differently if I could go back in time. But, but everyone, everyone, I may not, everyone says that. If I, yeah, but if I did, I probably wouldn't be, excuse me, I probably wouldn't be sitting right here with <laughs> right, you guys. Right, you know what I'm right. Everything, exactly. everything that I've done in my life, good or bad, up until this point, has brought me to where I am today, sitting down here talking and enjoying spending two time, two, time two, with two, two guys. Two times. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I get yeah. twisted, you know that. No, that's fine. Well, but no, we... <laughs> right? Yeah. Coach, what are you saying again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one of the things that I think is really special, like, cool about um, our relationship, right? You, our relationship is that, like, so you were our coach, and then you... I mean, you obviously were, like, always our coach, but then we were always, like, we were kind of talking about earlier, we got to a point when we were older that, like, it was more than just a coach. We kind of just became friendly, and, like, it yeah. was, like... Friends. Family, like you said. Pretty certain much things that we like in common, you know? There's yeah. cars and music and... Yeah, and you, know, you, we, you, like, like, we got, like, you begin to learn, like, what other people are going to think's funny, and, like, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, stuff like that. But then we graduate, and... We're able to, like, we, we stay in touch, but we're also able to, like, like, the fact that we have played frisbee golf, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... I agree. It's, like, it's just so cool. There's so many like, people I'll tell that, like, yeah, I'm, like, 
I would go to work after we played frisbee golf, and I would like go to the golf course, and everybody would be like, "What were you doing?" I'd be like, "I was just playing disc golf with like my lacrosse coach and yeah. like a bunch of my old teammates." And they'd be like, "What? That's like crazy!" Like they would like never think of like doing hanging that. out with. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, hey, did we just? But like, it's. I don't know. But like, why does it, well, okay, so it's like kind of ignorant for us to not be like you didn't raise us. Like you raised us. Like think about it. From like I, seventh grade on for you, like sixth grade on for me, like four to six months out of the year, like right. every day of the week we were seeing you or like you were yelling at us. You were giving yeah. us some advice. You were like telling us what to do. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yes. Like you like raised us for like. See, ready? I, I'm a long, not gonna, like, There's no way. I mean, because you guys all had, right. with a, with the exception of a couple of you guys, you guys all had great parents yeah. or, or single yes. parents who did their <coughs> utmost true. best to turn you guys into the people that you guys are today. I just. I've been lucky to have you guys in my life, and I can impart some of the things that I know yeah. onto you. But so what I think is... That's all that it is. What I think this is really proving, right, is um, <clears throat> the aspect of just a coach in someone's life, right? Because there's always the debate, especially nowadays, with, like... And it's even, like, the participation trophy thing. You know what I mean? It's, like... like participation trophies. Right. Like... like that. It, it, Exactly, it's, mm. but there's people who feel so opposite of that, and it's like you shouldn't. Yeah, want, and, then, you shouldn't and they're wanna, special. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? you shouldn't want to just have things given. You know? What no, I mean? like, God, no, it's fucking. You earn everything in life. Yeah. Nothing's given to you. You Not know, if true. you need help, you ask for help. Yeah, and once you, you get learn. on your feet, you fucking do it yourself. Yes, I'm sorry. I mean, yes, there are there are always going to be people in society that need that really, really need the programs and that need the help. Yeah. And then there's lots of people and you're going to have it everywhere that take advantage of it. Right. And if you need it, God bless you. And I'm more than willing to help. Right. Okay? But other than that, you do for yourself, please. Well, so like... Sorry. (laughs) No, don't be sorry. One of the things that like I always... Like... People talk about... Like, right, you growing up in... Like, my dad was a hard-ass growing up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of people who, like, aren't... They're not, it's not that they're, like, against that, but it's, like, they try to go... Like, you just, I mean, there's tons of different ways to be a parent, obviously, right? Yeah. But, like... Many different ways. That, like, my dad being a hard-ass, like, turned me who I am into who I am today, you know what I mean? Like, because of him, like, I try to like care about what I'm doing and like he like he was always like he was always so like anal right about everything but it made you like particular so, yeah but it made you particular so, particular is the better word to use than that anal yeah. anal is someone you say, say someone is anal retentive then it's basically I mean it's it sounds like you're offending it's compulsive them. yeah it's a compulsive thing anal retentive uh, particular um, I think I know your father well enough to yeah. say that he likes things a particular way and it's good. It's routine. Yeah. Routine is good. He's very it's, about the process. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, the, that is fantastic. My father's the same way. And it's yeah. just, you know, you know, I know my father-in-law, he's a finished carpenter, and he, he, he does great right. work. Right. My father is an airline pilot, and but he is also, he built the house that I grew up in. So he right. knows how to build. And when I do projects with my father, it is a certain way 
or forget about oh it. Oh my god, dude. certain way, my your uncle, uncle Larry, yeah. I mean, holy and shit. And okay, that's fine. Dude. I know that there's more than one way to skin a cat, and I'm always more than willing to less work, easier on my body, yeah. awesome, okay? Smarter, not harder. But yeah, right. There are some, but you know what? Being particular like your dad is, you're very right. It did make you the person that you are. You're very, you are not only were you a phenomenal athlete, but you were a phenomenal student. All of you guys, which was yeah. blows my fucking mind. I've never, ever coached that many extremely smart yeah. kids. I hate myself because, like, I'm, I can, like... It's, like, weird, because, like, I'm naturally, like, smarter, so, like, I don't try as hard in school, and that's my fucking downfall and everything. Right, but that happens because, to a lot like, of people. Like, I, like, barely... You need to be engaged. Yeah, you need to it's, find like, something hard. Like, unless I'm engaged, like, yeah. I'm not trying. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. there's this one class I have this semester. It's computer business applications. I'm literally learning how to use Microsoft Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Wow, riveting. Could you imagine paying... <laughs> Like three grand mm. to learn that. Wow! Like I literally want. I go to that class and I want to shoot myself. <laughs> like literally, like I sit there and I do other work. Yeah. Cause like I know yeah. every like everything I've done in that class, I've gotten a ninety nine or ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. But sh- this so participation trophies ready. <laughs> Everybody who gets an eighty on the test gets a hundred. What? Everybody really? 80 and above. So she curves, she curves on a belt. Yeah, she, she and I'm getting curve. 98s and 99s, and these kids are getting, like, barely 80s. Yeah, bullshit, isn't it? And, it's, and they're bullshit. getting hundreds Welcome with me. Welcome to fucking life, yeah. yeah. It's, like, crazy. You want a handout? That's, that's a fucking handout. That's a government handout right there. <laughs> you are. Everybody's yeah. equal, but nobody is. But, yeah. like, it's just <laughs> st- stuff like that. But, like, uh, it's, like, weird, though. Yeah. I hate myself because, like, I feel like... I didn't have that hard ass, so mm. I don't have that, like, diligence to just, like, study to, like, do my work right then and there. Like, I'm, my like, kids, a procrastinator. My kids had, my, I was, like, a damn drill sergeant man with my kids. You got it. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I, no, hope it I love my children to death, and, that, like, you, like you said, extremely smart. They are. They yeah, yeah. It, it is so I love. It's so funny. Fuck you know, because I, I tell this, we tell this to off. Ant's face. So, like, I don't even care about saying this, but, like, no. we always make fun of him because, like, he's smart. Like, He's very intelligent, but he just doesn't do shit. Like, he yeah. just didn't want to do anything in high school. He didn't yeah. want to do his work. Like, literally, he was in, like, half of my classes, and I would be doing the work in class, like, from a picture that I got from somebody. And, like, I'd be like, Aunt, you want the picture? And nah. he'd be like, nah, I don't really <laughs> care about you know it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it'd be dude, stuff like that, but dude, it's just if, funny. If, seriously, they did, they, <laughs> it was so maddening because if... <laughs> He, this is the, my favorite story about this. This will tell you exactly who and what Anthony is capable of. Sixth grade, Mr. Durr's class, Anthony could never, ever sit still. He was allowed to get up because he was just bored to tears yeah. because he knew everything. And he was in the class. So Mr. Durr allowed him to do it. He could get up and walk around, do different things. He could read underneath his desk. He could pull a sweatshirt over his head and go yeah. into his own time zone. So the vice principal comes into the classroom, and there's Anthony reading a comic book or something underneath his desk, and Mr. Durr's lecturing, and uh, he asks a question, and you know the vice principal's looking at him, and he's like, uh, "Aunt, what do you think about this?" 
pulls the hood back, puts the comic book down, answers the question, pulls the hood back over his head, goes right to the <laughs> comic book. Answered perfectly. No, yeah, that's perfectly I, what he wanted. That's the most you know, and, and description I've ever and heard. It's, <laughs> you don't know how maddening that is. Do you know what I would do with that ability? Right. No. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, but God love him. I. It, you don't know how difficult it was. And Anthony, I am so sorry. It is just difficult to be in a house with that, to <laughs> raise that, as, you know, and know what they're capable, and just to watch them fail because they don't give a shit because it mm. didn't hold their attention. Yeah. And it, it's... But you see, that's the problem like a lot of people would agree with with high school. Yeah, right? no, that's the that's thing. Why, like, it's like the... Eight, the it's, I don't, like, not the no STEM child schools. Well, yeah. My brother, my brother went to Cape Cod Tech, my baby brother. Yeah. Um, he had some learning disabilities when he was younger. He just couldn't sit still, all this, all that, riddling, blah, blah, blah. Was Cape Cod Tech a college or no, no, it was a high, high school? school? Okay. So there's Cape Cod Regional Vocational, Cape Cod Regional Vocational and Technical School mm-hmm. in Harwich, and then there's Upper Cape Regional, uh, Upper Cape Vocational, down by the canal. He went to the one in Harwich, and they had automotive, carpentry, cooking, I wish hairdressing, that. all that stuff. So they would do a week on mm-hmm. of school, and they had regular classes. One week of that, and then they would do a week of their elective, their carpentry. He, right. My brother's a carpenter. So he would do carpentry. And it started his freshman year doing rudimentary things. By the time that he was a senior, they were going out and doing building projects. They were building sheds. They were building additions. They were doing stuff like this. My brother is an accomplished, accomplished Finnish carpenter. Shout out to at Rich Interiors on Instagram. (laughs) Nice. And uh, Rich Interiors Colorado. Uh, But it's Rich Mercandetti is my brother. And uh, he's just... His shit amazes me. He's older than you. Yeah, he's my baby brother. I'm the oldest of four. Okay. Um, he's the youngest. He's the baby. He and okay. I coached. I actually coached him. His, in, so in, how many? How many years? I coached before? him for two years when he was in seventh and eighth grade in lacrosse. He was my goalie. Um, he was a hockey goalie, and so how many years between you guys is there? Uh, I'm <coughs> since 1980, so five years. Oh, okay. So it's not. Yeah, it's not, not crazy. baby brother, but it's not that that no. different. It's not like Gina to Christopher where it's ten years. Right. Yeah, because me and my brother are four. Yeah. So it's not much different. Than that. But there's, you know, there, I say baby brother because it's me, my sister, my brother, and then Richie. So it's one girl and three I boys. Leah and Mike and then Rich. So yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then just so that they all. Did they all go to the same military school? No, I'm the only one that went. Uh, Richie went to Cape Cod Tech. Um, oh, right. And building, blah, blah, blah. So he owns a great business out in Colorado. Um, oh, so that's why you said Colorado. Yeah, so he, he is owns, out in Colorado. Yeah, he owns a business. He does business out there. He works in all of these big, huge houses. He puts in movie theater rooms. He's <laughs> a seriously, seriously phenomenal, phenomenal finished carpentry. That's really cool. I, yeah. I, Carpentry is an art. I am amazed every day at what my little brother does. Um, it's an art carpentry. Yeah, really my is. brother Mike, um, he's a free spirit. He is. Nice. He does all kinds of different things. He's done a million different jobs. He's kind of like my dad in that respect. Uh, my dad probably had like a million million jobs um, before he became a pilot. Oh right. Um, oh yeah. And, and yeah. Well, so Mike's still trying to find himself. He does a look at everything, but he's he's a, a registered sommelier wine expert. Um, oh, that's he's, cool. He's, that's he's he's sold oxygen. Um, he's done he's done a little bit of everything he's just he doesn't know what he wants to be when he grows up yeah. you know, which is cool man he's uh, he's got two great kids yeah. um, 
they live in Colorado. Uh, my sister's got two awesome kids. Uh, they're uh, both younger, all of these, Mike's kids. Richie's little girl, he just had a little kid, he's way younger. Uh, Mike's kids are a year and three years younger than Christopher, who's 12 going on 13. And then Emily and Ethan, my sister Leah's kids, mm -hmm. are, um, Emily just turned 12, she's six months younger than Christopher. And then sure. Ethan's probably, I think Ethan's nine or 10. Do all the cousins know each other well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We see each other. My sister comes back from Hong Kong probably Whoa. once or twice. Yeah, they live in Hong Kong. What's so my sister, <clears throat> my sister is <laughs> educated as a teacher okay. um, and as, as a licensed airline pilot, she is currently uh, a flight instructor for Cathay Pacific in Hong Kong. No shit. She is like the, like the head flight instructor for all the Airbus airplanes in that, that Cathay uses. Cathay wow. has... Cathay is like a Cathay city? Cathay Pacific. It is a huge carrier in the Orient, or okay. in the Pacific yeah. Theater. Okay. Um, Wait, so they spell have that out for me. Because I've... C-A-T-H-A-Y. Cathay. Cathay. Yep. So Cathay. they have an Airbus fleet, and they have a Boeing fleet. So they have oh, wow. flight instructors and simulators and everything for all the Boeing aircraft, and they have flight instructors and simulators for the Airbus aircraft. And she is, from what I understand, is like one of the top people for doing check rides. Wow. So anybody that flies a certain aircraft for Cathay Pacific must get clearance from, from my sister before they can take an aircraft out. And See, nine times out of ten, they're Muslim men. Yeah. And my sister is a girl. <laughs> yeah. And they are learning very quickly to that to they cannot do that their normal bullshit that they do at home right. or their normal customs sorry that I yeah. said bullshit yeah. their normal customs at home they can't talk to the women there because oh. she's essentially their boss and yeah. see you later bye yeah. but it's pretty funny huh. wasn't it so weird to like I mean it's I don't know but to think that like someone within your like bloodline is like having an impact on the world like so far away I mean it's we all have an impact. It's just how, I know. how big of a drop are we and what, it's like, what are so the rings that we're making? It's like, oh, yeah, I, I know, like, like you, it's the odds that someone just like, yeah, I know someone who lives in Hong Kong. You know what I mean? Like, you both, you were just like, yeah, and when they come back from Hong so she, Kong. And she, me and Phil were like, she what? She got a pilot's license. <laughs> she was flying airplanes. She, so she, yeah, so she flew for Mesa Airlines in Arizona. She she actually flew? Flew. Yeah, yeah. like they were twin engine airplanes. Yeah. Um, she was a pilot. She flew. She had an air crew. Mm -hmm. um, she started flying in Denton, Texas, and she taught flying there, blah, 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 all sorts of fun stuff, and got hired with Mesa, and somewhere along the line, she met my brother-in-law, and uh, they got married, and uh, he got a job with Cathay. He was actually flying for Cathay, and they moved to Hong Kong. And we were like, okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... Um, they have kids there? Yeah. Yeah, they are in were school. Were the kids yeah. born? Uh, they have dual citizenship. No way. Yeah. That's, That's so actually sick. so yeah. cool. So my, my niece, Emily, um, wow. she's a pistol. She is awesome. She's like this kind of tan-colored redhead. And she's, really? She's a pistol. She's so cool. She plays rugby. Wow. Oh, yeah. They How call her she? MM, the tackling machine. She's 12. She plays rugby. She plays rugby. Yeah. Wow. Over there. Rugby's huge yeah, in the Pacific Theater. So is she it? plays on like a sevens team, and they're all, you know, uh, 12 and unders. Okay. And they're pretty decent. You know, they have a lot of fun. And 
and uh, yeah, she's she's they're, great. She's a great athlete, but she also dances. She's a competitive Irish dancer. So they're actually going to Milan yeah, wow. next week to they can for fly dance. there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the great thing about my sister being what she does. Mm-hmm. She can fly anywhere can in the world. Can they rent a plane? No, and just she, they can't rent the plane, but they can fly anywhere in the world for free. I mean, that, and that's where she just has benefits like that. She has right? benefits. Yeah. I grew up with that. I mean, once my dad seriously, oh, we, yeah. were, we were poor when we were younger. We had to help. We had assistance from. From the government, uh-huh. my dad came out of the uh, came out of Vietnam, went to college, got, ma- or got married to my mom, went to college, um, and was trying to get a job as a pilot. That's what he went to school for, and he was working odd jobs and stuff like that. And we needed assistance, so we took assistance, and then he got hired with Air New England. Yeah, and he flew as a regional pilot, and he flew all up and down throughout New England, Maine yeah. to Connecticut. You know, Hyannis yeah. was where he was based out of, and he flew everywhere. Um, Aaron and Wingland went under and he became you know went to work for the state and finally got hired with Piedmont yeah. which US Air bought out and then now it's British Airways US Air huh. uh, but yeah he worked for a number of flew airplanes and we flew everywhere that's how we went to Texas every summer anywhere we wanted to go on because he had like benefits like that too yeah, oh yeah you fly non-rev non-revenue so when you fly non-rev you're at the whim of the cargo load, the carry load of the airplane. Yeah, so okay. whoever, you know, whatever, if there's no room, then you don't go. Okay. So if there's room, you can get, get on. That's you know, cool. you're, you're free to go. Yeah. Um, you can upgrade from there. You can actually pay for a, you know, you can pay for a reduced price so you actually do have a seat. Right. Okay. But a full paying fare would still supersede your ticket if loads were heavy and, you know, then you know, especially around a holiday season, yeah. they would ask you to step aside. Yeah, right. yeah, right. That makes sense. And there was a, when I flew back and forth to school, I'd pay the extra. It was fifteen bucks at the time. You could just get ticket. No upgrade uh, to first class. So I would, uh, <laughs> shit, I'd save. I'd save some of my my mad money from you know from the week. You know, I, we had a weekly allowance, yeah. and I would save that money up coming close yeah. to a, you know a vacation time. So when I get to the airport, first class, please. Huh. So. That's funny. It was fun flying in uniform. You always got yeah. You know, oh yeah, because you so you wore had uniform. to leave had to leave and arrive back at school in a uniform. Wow. Yeah. So it was like, did you have to do things like like physical activities just for we had every morning? Reveille yeah. would Reveille would go off like at five a.m. or something. Six. Six. Okay. Reveille would go off at six o'clock. I was generally up. My first year, I was I was just one of the masses. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I made squad leader my first year. The second year, I was <coughs> two sergeant, then I got promoted to company first sergeant. Um, that was my junior year. Um, so my responsibilities were as a platoon sergeant and as a company first sergeant. He's like the highest non-com in the company platoon sergeants report time so regardless my job was to make sure that the guys were up so to make sure that the guys were up yeah. at 6 o'clock yeah. I had to be up at 5.30 yeah. shower dress so as soon as Reveille was up I'm going around knocking on doors getting people out of bed so calisthenics you know you do yeah. you know, push ups jumping jacks um, to get the blood flowing and then everybody had to be downstairs to company street first call was at 625 yeah. or at 620 620 was first call second call was 625 and we were marching at 630 around yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know around company street and in to the quad and then into the cafeteria for breakfast you would all go in the whole school the whole school the entire battalion mm-hmm. so it was alpha bravo charlie delta 
and headquarters company. I, we, they skipped over Echo yeah. and went right to Ace for and called it headquarters. Mm-hmm. So I was in Bravo Company um, my entire career, with exception of I got posted initially my senior year as um, company commander of Charlie Company, um, but I re- relinquished that and took a, an XO's position back in Bravo. Um, because I wanted to play football and I wanted to work on my grades. Oh, yeah. I could not, I could not, and I, I saw it right off. It was like within three weeks of the school year, I, I saw that I couldn't handle all three. Yeah. So I, instead of letting things fall apart and not be good, I went to the, I went to the commandant and then yeah. to the president and allayed my fears. And one of my um, really good friends, he was my roommate from, all my junior year, he was this kid, Chris Tormina. Um, we called him Torfinger. He got the end of his middle finger slammed off in a door, chasing this kid, Char Musilla, down the hall. Char got into his room, and Chris was reaching out to grab Slam him, and he slammed the door on his finger, and he pulled back. So oh, anyways, my God. Yeah, he was my roommate, and I, I said um, I, he was my XO at Charlie Company, in Charlie Company, and... Uh, we started to like not get along and we were like we nearly came to blows one day and that's when I knew that I couldn't do the job properly yeah. I didn't want to lose a friendship I didn't want to I didn't want to be in that command position I wanted to play football I wanted to focus on my grades um, so uh, my buddy um, oh fuck what was his name Joey Nettles he came Joey over Nettles. Joey came over he was the XO at Bravo Frank Fryer was the CO Joey was the XO, and I'm like, Joey's, Joey was slated to get the spot ahead of me, and he was slated to get the spot, but I scored better than him on a couple of things. Yeah. And I'm like, Joey's the guy for this. Mm-hmm. Joey's total, Joey can totally handle this. So yeah. he, they put him over there, and it was it was better all around. I was back in Bravo Company where I belonged. Yeah. And uh, so. It's so funny to like think of, not funny, but like, like that's just like such an experience that like people go to school like I, we do. I hated have, it. Never had I to go hated through. it while I was there, and a lot of the kids they'll tell you there's a lot of aspects of it where it's just it's bullshit because it's it's we had in my senior class there were three girls. They were dating yeah. three girls. There was probably twelve girls in the entire school. That was from twelfth grade all the way down to seventh grade. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, but there was a girls' school across town. Yeah. Um, Chatham Hall. Thank you, Chatham Hall, for being there. Um, <laughs> provided many hours of entertainment for lots of hard-growing boys. Um, and the, but it was mutual. Right. So, of course. Um, anyway, so, yeah, it was just that experience. When you grow up around, when it's just all guys, yeah, you learn. There's certain things that you put your guard down about you don't give a fuck about at all. Yeah. And a, a lot of it's just, like, toilet humor. And, like, it's... And anybody that's in the in the armed services, I mean, they will probably attest to this, and you know, and probably more so because they're more adultish, yeah. you know, and so they fuck around a whole lot more hardcore yeah. than we did. We just, I mean, we did dumb, stupid things that you know you get to laugh about when you go back to school and see each other. Yeah, right. You know, some stuff you don't talk about still, and other things it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I almost you know some like fraternities like you can't you ask a frat brother then you're not a member of the fraternity yeah they're, they're not going to tell you some of the stories because yeah. you know yeah. you can't you, know, yeah. you shouldn't or whatever um so this thing's going to be out kind of soon and okay. I figure then eventually we can go get some food and like some drinks right but 
do you remember maybe this is like kind of like a last topic thing a couple of weeks ago I think it was a couple of weeks ago you texted me about an episode you were listening to yeah and there was just, you said I think it was we were talking about the constitution I think yeah the episode. it was uh, I think it was your October 17th was it? okay yeah. yeah I got I got the text that I sent you I just have to scroll back. <laughs> yeah. I just probably said something about it being maddening. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear. I like because I don't really remember exactly what it was. was this? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was like. Oh, it might have been shit, I don't have that. It's not because it doesn't go back. That. Let me see if I can go back there. Oh yep. Wow 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 wow. That's me asking to calm down. Ooh, last podcast has me practically screaming at the radio, especially the yes. Constitution talk. Yeah. Um. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> I don't remember, and I wanted to listen to it again, but I got I was, yep. and I'm sure it's probably the same episode that there's it, what it sounds like a little bit of a. I think it was a different, but it's similar conversation. Okay, uh, I mean, politics can be heated, and you and this is this is it's a very polarizing subject within our country. Yeah. Um, so, but there's certain things like the Constitution. It's it's not meant to be like wavered from. It's a set of ground rules. It is the, yeah. the basis of our country, and to question that is to question what we are made of. Have we gotten everything right in our existence? No. Right. Is does look around? Look around the world. There have been governments rising and falling, and mm. empires rising and falling throughout the ages. And there's a reason why they rise, and there's a reason why they fall. Mm. Uh, at the beginning, they're small. They work really, really hard, and they fight for their existence and everything that they believe in. And everybody loves the entity, be it a government, an empire, yeah. or whatever it happens to be, and they love it. And they're and it provides things for them. And then the government has to get larger and larger and larger. And when you get larger and larger and larger, you spread yourself out, and no suddenly you're, you're very, very thin, and it implodes. <coughs> yeah. It falls in on itself like a black hole. Yeah. Um, and it, it happens in every government over time that it happens. And sometimes it takes a long, long time for it to happen. Other times it's short. And different countries have tried different forms of government, and <clears throat> whenever they stray from democracy or um, a, a republic. Like, mm-hmm. We're a democratic republic. Yeah, right. Um, we do have elections, but if we're, and I, forgive me, I cannot tell you the exact difference between them, but um, we are a republic, so when people say democracy, democracy, <coughs> yes, we do vote on things, but yeah. essentially there is a ruling. But it wasn't meant to be what it is today. It wasn't meant to be people there living their life in this job yeah. garnering all sorts of money on their own to make themselves more important and larger that's what we separated ourselves from we didn't want that right. any longer um, that's kind of why we left and how, and how we are today is, is a bastardization of what our, fa- our founding fathers wrong or right whatever they did to make their monies at the time because we were a different people then people yeah. evolved yeah um I mean, just technology has changed technology, so much. Technology, so much. Making things easier has made things more difficult as a as a yeah. race or as a. But anyway, um, but to, to start questioning any one of it because of how a person feels yeah. about something, 
it is your how you feel about something is what you believe mm. about something, right? Yeah. It it makes you 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 feel empowered about it, or you you just really it deeply about it. Provokes emotion, right? Right. <laughs> it's a feeling. Yeah. Okay. Here we have hard facts, yeah. and I don't give a flying fornication who you are, what you believe in, what makes you tick. At the end of the day, actual hard facts overrule how you you or I feel right. about anything. that piece of paper that document that says we the people people are like oh mankind mankind okay that's what we called humankind back then yeah male male or female we are all men it's mankind it was mankind it's not man is like human it's just mankind humankind okay you know get over what we used to call things and you're like when I used to teach you guys Brush that moment off, okay? Yeah. It happened. It yeah. happened. It's done. It's over with. You're yeah. not going to get that second back. Yeah. And stop fretting about that second because that second's going to fuck up the rest of them. Yes. Okay? Let it go. Keep moving forward. Make up for it. Why are we Why are we looking back at what we've done wrong? Yeah. Okay? Why? Yes, there's a multitude of sins behind us because we're not perfect people. But fucking leave them behind us and move forward. Mm. Okay? We have all of this in front of us that we can make ourselves better and become better, I don't know, a better country, I don't know. Um, but it doesn't begin with taking away people's rights within that constitution. Yeah. Okay? It starts with taking one away. And it doesn't matter which one it is. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, it doesn't matter which one you take away. You take one away. You allow them to take one. The rest are. The rest of It's going to implode, and we yeah. can't have that implosion as a people. Yeah. Okay? And I, I can tell you the way that a lot, a lot of people are talking about this, this crazy person in New York and this crazy really old guy from New York. Um, I'm talking about socialism. Yeah. Okay? We don't... We're not a socialist country because yeah. we knew way back then it didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. It has never worked. Yeah. It will never work based on what it is. It's taking your grade, Phil, right? Yeah. You were pissed. These guys that got an 80, they worked, <laughs> they worked and they got an 80, and you got a 98, and the teacher gave them 100, and did she give you 100? Yeah. But you actually did better than them, yeah. and you had lumped in with the same horseshit. It's that. You're going to take from... It's unfair for someone who worked really hard that has money? No. It's mine. Right. Fuck you. I earned it. You yeah. want it? You want a slice? Come work for me. I'll give you some. Yeah. It's called trading off work. You know, it, it, That's how this planet works. Is you, right. you exchange something. Right. Whether it's hard goods or it's currency. That's how you get shit done. Yeah. Um, but you can't do that. And socialism doesn't do that. It, it yeah. just distributes things at how it sees fit and everything winds up imploding. Go go to Venezuela. Ask them how much right now they yeah. love socialism. Yeah, Venezuela, is, it, right Venezuela is imploding. Yeah, it's bad. Okay. Cuba didn't completely implode because it's just communist, which is worse than socialism. Mm. Everybody's running around, you know, lauding Che Guevara. He helped install communism in Cuba. The man's not a visionary. The man's a fucking thug. Mm. Okay, he's a piece of shit. He installed a dictatorship, a communist dictatorship in Cuba. This guy who's still these there. People have, no, no, che Guevara's long dead. Oh. But these people have no freedoms like we have here. Yeah. 
You know, the same thing in these socialist countries. Socialist country, good luck getting anything at a grocery store. We can walk yeah. out downstairs and within what? Within a quarter of a mile, there's probably 50 places to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those places would be there in a socialist country, but there wouldn't be fucking nothing behind the counter to eat. Yeah. You know, that that's how it works. It's just when nobody's working, nobody's making money. The money has to come from someplace, and it's yeah. the billionaires, and yeah. it's the millionaires. Why? Because they were lucky enough to be born into money, or they, yeah. they were they worked their entire lives to have it. You take something from somebody. That's fucking thievery. Yeah, right. I, I'm sorry. There's there's no difference from that than you kicking in my door and rambling through my house searching for Take a safe it, and cracking open the safe and taking the money out of my house. There's no difference in my eyes. Yeah. Okay? You well, want something, it goes back to you want something, you ask something. You yeah. ask me. Yeah. Don't just fucking take from me. Because there's talk, like, right? Bernie talks about free college all the time. He's like preaching, trying to free. It's like, who, someone you have to. Who's paying? Yeah. And there the is no free. Yeah. yeah Get it like through your heads. Anybody like that's listening out there, there month. is no free. The money comes from someplace. And if you use up all the money with everything free, eventually you have no fucking money. Okay? Put $100 in your fucking bank account, go out every night for a week, and don't put any more money in that bank account. You're going to be broke by Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And if you think differently, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. I think the tax breakdown for college is yeah. like $38 per person per month. For the free college thing? Taxes, thing? yeah. Like, if everybody... So, for... When we're already being taxed through the roof of what? Where is exactly. the money that they're already taking? Mm-hmm. This, this system... Should have already been paid for. Right. Look at it. Look at it. Like each state. We set this system up like a long time ago. Like, it's failed. It, it been... needs to be revamped. It, it yeah. Not come something new. Build it. Tear it down and rebuild. When people yeah. remodel their businesses, when they tear it down, and they start from the beginning, things take off. Yeah. All right. People. All right. Here's the thing. The other. This other socialist argument that you're yeah. going to hear is look at social medicine and look at Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The the Nordic model, as some people call it, okay. right? or the the whatever Scandinavian model. Yeah. All right. They have socialized medicine. Yes. When the government ran the show, the government almost put itself out back in the seventies. They almost bankrupted the entire country. All mm-hmm. right. They revamped it. It is a hampered market economy. I don't know. There's a certain amount of money that comes out of everybody's check a month. I think it's like sixty percent or something like that. They've all agreed to it. This is how it works. Sixty percent. So a hundred. Yeah. This is how this fucking works. You get forty (laughs) dollars. But they have their their medicine is their medicine program is one of the best in the world. But it is not government run. Yeah. They pay the government takes everybody's money and they pay a private company that they can outsource to they can shop markets. Okay, they can check out the best company that's gonna do the best thing for the entire country. Yeah. And that's how they do their their medicine. So if we were to replicate that model, yeah, but sixty percent. And a problem with that too, because they I think Sweden or a lot of the or at least a few of the countries in the Scandinavian Peninsula do the they have like free college too. Right. The thing about that is like those countries compared to America. Size wise, population wise, is like so significantly here, different. We have here, way if, too many people. If Sweden is so great, right? If, if this is fantastic, this country that we're talking about is so fantastic, yeah. why aren't more people going over there to. Uh, yeah. Why aren't people trying to become Swedish? Yeah. Can I tell you JT why? Is. Can I Can I tell you why? <laughs> they don't allow immigration. Yeah. Nobody. Right. 
No. And that's what's crazy. Okay. Yeah, okay. That so, is literally yeah, this is the this is the cares. ugly this is the ugly little thing that they're talking about. And they're like, they don't allow nobody in. Fuck you. You're not. You're not. You want to talk about elitist nationalist? Mm-hmm. Hello, mm-hmm. right here. So it's crazy that that's not talked about with, all, almost, the, with all the immigration no, it's like, policy. Hi, look at this bright shiny thing over here. Don't look at the ugly thing that I'm trying to hide behind my back yeah. over here. It's almost you know? kind of like what like. It's, I don't know. It's almost kind of like what Hitler wanted. Like he wanted his own. I mean, like of course wanted? Hitler wanted it at oh, a Hitler. fucking global oh. scale. But yeah. Like, so it's he, almost he was like national that, like, national socialist party. It's kind national, of Nazism. Na- national socialist party. Oh, is that what? Like, yeah. They're, nationalist Nazis are not conservatives. They are socialists. Yeah. yeah. They are fascists. Same thing with Italy. Mussolini was a fascist. Yeah. You know, those. Governments all failed. They died. Have yeah, you ever watched um, Man in the High Tower? I'm not. It's on Amazon. I think you would like it. <laughs> it's about if uh, the Nazis won World War II. Oh, well, I've heard about that. Yeah, it's heard. really good. Yeah, this country. Yeah, it's really good. Like Seriously? so, it's uh, like the West is uh, China, and then the East is Germany, and then the middle is literally like America. But it's like. The Wild West, almost yeah. like yeah. there's no laws. No th- like it's literally no man's land. That's what they call it. I think <laughs> I'm not wow. positive. It's been like a while since I watched it. Yeah, but like everybody, like all the like Jews and every like everybody that like isn't Aryan yeah. or Chinese, like has to like flee to the middle. Yeah, and like they like was, hunt them down. And, it was like, no joke. Uh, listen, I know it's crazy. But, I like, know. Like a it, form, I, I know. Like, I know a former Hitler young folk. It was the step before Hitler youth. This kid, this guy, he was in, uh, they have a shul glider school. He was, it was the precursor to the Luftwaffe, not precursor, it was the step before the kids went to flying school for the Luftwaffe. These kids were all like 12 to 13, 11 to 13 years old. And they hated it. And they were, no, this was, it, it was... The Nazism gave them something to do. It gave them a sense of pride and it gave them a sense of well-being. But we have to be really hateful towards these people, these people, these people, and these people. And it was fear that drove them to behave the way that yeah. they did. It was and yeah. fear alone. Not because everybody wanted to be a part of it. It was they were afraid that you or you might tell on them and cause their death. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they went along with it. Wrong or right. They went along with it, and, and it was it was the biggest game of I'm just I'm survival. It's ba- it's survival. I, I'm not saying that any of these people yeah. that did what they did are correct, right? Because there was different levels of fucking heinousness. Yeah. You were just you were either complicit in what happened to your neighbor, okay, and you said nothing and did nothing. Yeah. So there's step one, or you were part of the crew that went there and got them. Or you were part of the crew that took them to the concentration camp. Right. Or you were the people that treated them horribly at the concentration camp. Or you were the person that escorted them to the gas chamber. Mm-hmm. Or you were the person that dropped the canister into the gas chamber. Mm. You know, I mean, th- there was different levels of, yeah. of survival within that. But, I mean, then you have the people themselves that had to endure that. Yeah. You want to talk about the strongest people in- on the planet? Anybody that could survive... That. I don't give a. I don't give yeah, a. Facts. Dude, I mean seriously. Like, could you imagine surviving a Nazi camp? Dude. Yeah. Like. Okay. Being. Imagine like living now. So you and, and like then to have being, to hear people being like, "I'm depressed." People. People. Like, sit, you yeah. want to see depressed? Facts, dude. Fucking facts. Yeah, right. Actually. You want. You want to talk about 
you know, not being able to cope with life on a day-to-day basis, right, yeah. how about being fucking tortured, you know? Not well, eating that's what I say like about months. people who just complain so much about America. It's like, you go to almost any other country, and, like, the government is so much more strict about, like, what you do, and, like... You cannot say what you feel in England anymore. You cannot say, like, if someone with... If you do not use someone's pronouns... Yeah. You can get in trouble in England. Yeah. Okay? You can get in trouble for that shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's free speech. Yeah, right. That's where, like, free speech is that's so huge. That's free speech. I, you, you, you're telling me that I can't say this, this, or this, but you're mandating that I can say, I should be saying this, this, this or yeah. this? Yeah, right. What? What yeah. gives you the right? And excuse me, I know, I, if you want to believe for yourself, that's fine. But the second you start castigating your beliefs that I am what I am not on anybody making them, that is actually a mental problem. Yeah, right. Personally, and there are thousands that agree with me. Yeah. I don't care. You know what? If you want to do you, that's fine. You do you, but yeah. you don't expect, if I know you as Tom, I grew up knowing you as Tom, and I don't call you Sally, or I don't call you <laughs> Hannah, or whatever the fuck it is, and it takes me a long time to get over what, you've, what you're doing in your life. Deal with it, dude. You're expecting me to deal with you? Yeah. You can't deal with you. Yeah. You can't deal with yourself. You change who you are, and now you expect me to jump from... Well, fuck, he used to smack my ass when we had great plays in the lacrosse field. And this is weird now. Yeah. You know, I have to accept it day one and not question it? Fuck you. Yeah. Seriously. Well, it is, it is like, that's the thing is like, there is like that whole other side to it where it's like, there's people who were there beforehand who can be affected by it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But they're not really, they're kind of just looked at as like, oh, you shouldn't say anything. Fuck yeah. you yeah. shouldn't say anything. I, I have my right to my beliefs and if my beliefs are spoken out because I can't shut my mouth, yeah. fuck you. I'm allowed that. I don't realistically, care. it's like if something, if you really feel confidently about something, like you shouldn't care. Like, you can like understand that maybe someone says something to you, but like we kind of said earlier, it's like okay, they just don't agree with me, and like I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't be offended because like fuck their opinion. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know what? If, if it's very difficult. Okay, I'm, I, we have a friend who's child has transitioned and it's an older yeah. friend so they're not from around the area you guys don't know any yeah. of these people and I'm not going to say any names but they have a child that transitioned and I still to this day have a very very difficult time because I know this per- I know this person pretty much from birth yeah okay and this person's not who this person is today yeah and it's still very difficult I, I know I'm not in their day to day life and, um, and I have a hard time grasping it because I I cannot imagine one what they're thinking what they're going through in their life that they feel as though this is what they should be doing I can't I can't so I mean I can't slight them for that but to expect everybody to accept it no questions asked on a whim on right then and there and forget everything else before I I think that's absolute insanity because I I can tell you I have a hard time of letting go of of other things I still say the not yeah I still say she yeah okay I still say she yeah and it's tough and I, I try to be supportive and, and I want to be supportive in everything that this person wants to be but at the same time it it goes against everything that I ever learned growing up yeah 
Okay, so I mean, it's a big flag. And, and this is the problem that a lot of people everywhere have with this mm-hmm. is I know this, and this is what I've been brought up with. I'm, I'm 44 years old, yeah. okay? So I've been on, on the planet a lot longer than a lot of these. Now, there's some people, you know, there's some people around my age, and there's some people older. There, there were, there's always been drag queens. There's been yeah. transvestites and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's been gay people. You know, I, I grew up on the Cape. I know gay people. I know lesbian people because yeah. I've been around it, and, that's, it, and it's weird. Provincetown is a crazy fucking town. And if you ever have a chance to go down there, you go down there. You will have the time of your life. It is just fun. Yeah. You just you just drop every care in the world about anything and just go and watch and learn people. It is it is the most amazing cross section of America. And, yeah. and I could say that about any you know, I guess a gunkwood, I've never been to a gunkwood, any place yeah. like that. OGT. But, I mean, <laughs> so but there's also I mean there's other dichotomies in, in or other you know slices of life to go see within this nation to see yeah. how people operate and, and yeah. that's the great thing about one making us um, humans mm-hmm. we have this ability to be as different as we want and the other thing about being Americans we have the ability right. we have the the opportunity the opportunity to become whatever we want yeah right but it, going back to yeah. this other deal it, it's I can't be expected to, to unlearn everything that I've learned in yeah, my... memories. Yeah, overnight. Yeah. I, am, am I going to go out of my way? If I come across a person like this in society, am I going to be mean and castigate them? No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay? I mean, what I do in my own personal time, if I have a giggle about what I saw yeah. because I still think it's funny, I'm allowed to laugh. Mm-hmm. I am. I don't care because... It, if your feelings get hurt, I'm sorry that your feelings got hurt. Yeah. Okay, I, I really am. But you know what? We need to be as a, on a whole, a whole lot tougher. We need to thicken yeah. our skin again. Everybody's skin is so thin right yeah, now that, yeah. that a fly landing on it gives them a paper cut. You know, and, and they start crying about it. It's like toughen up. It actually comes up a lot, like in the media, about like thick skin and how we don't have thick skin. No, we are fucking pussies. Yeah. It's very true. Everybody. I mean, it's very dude. true. There's this comedian that I watched, Daniel Sloss. Huh. I don't know if you ever heard yeah. of him. Or um, and T. Raw actually like showed me him, but he like he does this like whole like Christian joke about mm-hmm. like uh, like he doesn't believe in God or anything. Like his parents yeah. were scientists. Yeah. Okay. So like like they like one they've evolution theory of evolution. Listen, one of them is like the only. Scientists that England will listen to about global warming, huh. like that's She's a big mom. deal. Yeah. yeah, She's a big deal. So, um, he like makes this whole joke like about like Christians and stuff, but and his whole like comedy special is about like triggering people and stuff like that. Yeah, and he, like he knows that at like one point you're gonna get triggered because he's gonna hit every single box. Yeah, to trigger someone. Yeah, and he um. He always gets people on the Christian joke. Like, that's where people, like, always get pissed. But, like, he's just, like, saying it. But his whole point to it is, like, why are your beliefs... Like, why do your whole beliefs change because of one person's beliefs? Like, those are your beliefs. Like, they... Like, you spend your whole life believing one thing. Mm -hmm. And just because someone on a stage or someone, like... Some random person just says one thing you're going to get mad and, like, you're going to, like, question it. Yeah, right. Be grateful, be grateful that you live here. 
yeah. be grateful that you live in the United States yeah. because if you do that in other countries, they'll kill you. Oh yeah, quite literally kill you. You have the you have the freedom to piss somebody off. You have the yeah. freedom to offend somebody. Yeah, I That's have that right. Thing. And like no one can like. I mean, yeah, they can get mad, but they can't really, like, do anything. What are you going to do? Like, they, they, sure, they can punch you in the face, but then sure. you can punch them right back. Yes, you can. And that's and, America. Well, let's see. What do you know? Sometimes sometimes the best the bestest of friendships are born out of strife, out of a fight. Yeah. Right? You, you guys, have, I'm sure, have all oh, seen it. Oh, definitely. I've seen two people that have gone into a fight, knocked down brawl, and gotten up and been like, that was a good scrap. I respect you. I respect you. You are... We should hang out more. Yeah. And, and you're like, what? And then everybody's like, wow. You know, and, and, but that's You want to hear something funny? So one of the first times that, like, Cam Bass and t Raw met was at my house. Because, yeah. like, I knew Cam from, uh, like, from, like, football and stuff. And I knew t Raw from lacrosse. And, like, at that point, we hadn't gone to school together. So, like, the first time we, like, all hung out was at one of my birthday parties. I used to have, like... 10 people come over to my house, like, when, in my old house, it was, like, mm-hmm. wicked small and everything, and we'd, I'd always have, like, a bunch of people in my living room, and we'd always be playing, like, video games all night, and we were playing NCAA football, like, 13 or something like that, yeah. like, it was um, always fun, and T-Ron Cam were playing, and they, like, literally got into a fight, like, no they shit. started wrestling, like, they, like, over the game, like, someone, like, got a fumble or, like, a pick or something and won the game. Yeah. And literally, like, they look at each other and just start wrestling. No shit. Sure. And, like, look at them now. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we're gotcha. all, yeah, like, yeah. best friends. Yeah. And it's, like, crazy how, like, stuff like that happens. It does happen, yeah. And, like, they, like, li- went at it. Like, we had to, like, separate them and everything. And, like, after, they were just friends. They were yeah. just got mad over a video game. Because well, that's, I mean? be- that's literally... Better than just like sitting in silence about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? or really, stewing about it, and because you, then you, you just think out. about Figure it. Out you, you get it out. I mean, it's, again, it's taking it to the extreme. Yeah, but it, it's finding that it, it's it's make it's really the base of it is making a connection with another human being. Yeah, you 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 didn't know how to have the discourse, so you you got into fisticuffs. <laughs> at the end of it, you're like, fuck, this guy is more yeah. fun to be around than. You know, some of right. these other guys. Yeah. And, like... Now we know what makes each other mad, so it, that's all the more fun. Yeah. And you get your emotion out, and, yeah. like, you guys, that's like, it. don't even care anymore. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, hard feelings. Like, everybody... Yeah. Everybody just, like, is done. Yeah. Well, and then, like... I mean, how... So you said... How long ago was it when that happened? Dude, I had, like, how old That was, like, 6th, 7th grade. Yeah. So you're old enough, though. Like, you're old enough to, like, still, like... Like, it was, like, a real... Like, there was, like, real emotion. Yeah, you know like, I mean? you know what I mean? Like, there was definitely shit talking going on because yeah. it was NCAA football. And it's just those two. And, yeah, and, like, it was, like, the mascot teams, like... Yeah. So it was, oh, like, right, some okay. bullshit, of course. But, yeah. like, huh. it was always fun. Hey, they can bring that... They might bring that back now. Did you see that? Yeah, because the whole... Well, that, yeah, that's kind of interesting, like, the... The NCAA. Thing. They're allowed to but, get paid. Okay, so... You ready? The NCAA says that college athletes will be able to get paid based on the collegiate mo- collegiate model. The collegiate model is not getting paid. Nobody realized that in the headlines. Like the person itself. Like what, what they said was literally they just restated the rules, basically, so but said that the they can make money off of their likeness based on the collegiate model. They're, the collegiate model is you can't make money off your likeness. So them saying that you can make money based on the collegiate model is them saying you can't make money. I don't think they should be making money like that anyways. I don't give a shit. 
Uh, okay, so ready. This is what I think should happen. This is where it starts. I think make it worse. The college shouldn't be able to give them money. I think investments that for for like just right there. Colleges shouldn't be able to give them money. They get a free education. Yeah, they get a free education. That's. If that's fuck, like a I mean, hundred grand. Yeah. I How would, much more money do you want, you greedy? Like, cops? yeah. I mean, like, imagine like, if fucking Wentworth gave us free education yeah, like and we could just grand. play like a sport right? there. Like, right. we, for listen, for Jared, a stupid fucking game. What do you learn Jared, in school? We could fucking be scientist? the best players on the lacrosse no. team yeah. and like imagine going to school for free for that. But yeah. no, just because yeah. they're not a D one football program, you yeah. know. Anyways, oh, but like they already get like they already get like hundreds of thousands of dollars. These are the top. Like most expensive schools in the country that they're going to, and they're going for free. Yeah. Like their education is priceless. Never mind the money that they're getting on the sly from boosters exactly. and shit. Well, yeah. that's what I think should be legal. I think they should be allowed to like sign autographs, sell those, like go to like uh, like endorsement deals, like go like to the local shop and like endorse the local shop and make money off that. You know what I mean? They should be able to do stuff like that. They should be allowed to like sell their dirt. Like they should be able to like um, go to like a tent and like they purchase something and you sign their shirt or something. You know what I mean? Like you know how like pro athletes do that. Fair like I think it. college athletes should be allowed to do that. But like that's about it. Like they make some money off endorsements. They get free stuff. I could see like endorsements, but like, like not getting paid from the college. Like yeah. people are like. They should and like also the colleges that's, that's already, a, especially if it's a state school. Are yeah. you kidding me? You fucking taxpayer. I'm not going to pay well, for a fucking athlete. Fuck colleges off. are already giving them like twenty five grand in just the book card, oh. like bookstore cards. Really? Like they yeah. give them like endless money, and they just buy like a lot of times you'll see like college like football players get um like suspended a game for like. Is they did something in the school or something? It's like weird. I don't even know the name. So basically, they're doctoring. They, they're what they're doing ones. is they're like selling. They're buying the MacBooks and iPhones and stuff like that oh. in the school bookstore and just selling it. Oh. And it's against like the school code or something like that. So they get suspended for a game and like yeah. you um, randomly hear about lying, that. Lying, yeah. cheating, or stealing. We could get yeah. out of school for that. Yeah. That's cheating and stealing. Yeah, yeah. basically. But like you're, you're taking money they, that somebody else paid for you. You're you're taking their money, selling things, and and, and profiting off of it. Yeah, it's right. Theft. Yeah, and you're cheating the That's school exactly out of its own money, yeah. and it's wrong. It's, and if you can't if you can't see that and you endorse that or you turn a blind eye to it, it's the same thing as saying feel free to do it. Yeah, yeah. I want to be an AD. What's that? No, I want to be like a big school AD, like yeah. a D one AD. I couldn't. I, I, I would love, love it. It'd be so much. I no, but see, that would be the one thing I'd want to do. Yeah, yeah. Like that's something that like would. Do I mean, well. if these kids, if these kids want to make money, I mean, what they do? Why can't they do what you guys do during the summer? You you take no, a, exactly. you take a summer. What I mean, sports is more important than life. Your your body's only good for so many. Yeah, and half the half the players don't even make it to the next. More than that. So I mean, what are you you doing? What are you actually doing for society? What are you doing? Yeah, your your entertainment. Yeah, literally. Okay, your entertainment. That's why I feel like people like I feel like athletes who are yeah they forget that but they're entertainment yeah if they're big enough sign for my autograph you're nobody. Just because yeah. you wear a fancy uniform or you can run up and down the field well? If they're cool. if they're a big enough name that like a company like Nike or like Under Armour wants to like sponsor them and yeah. like give them free stuff and like give them money that way, maybe they make money. Like maybe they do a commercial for them and you get paid that way. 
And I see that as something that like should be fine because right, you're like because right, so it's your school, name. The school has has the school uniform. should have zero. Right, the school has purposely. uniform endorsements, right? Yeah, they yeah. have they have you know so. Every kid on that team is wearing New Balance. We'll just yeah, say yeah. New Balance cleats, yeah. New Balance gloves, Rydell helmet. Yeah. What are you? Whatever they are for shoulder pads. Everybody on the team's wearing that. It's all an ad. There's no <laughs> name on. Then there shouldn't be any name on the back of the jersey in college because you are nothing but a number. You were part of a team. I think only like Penn State and Alabama really. It's, and it's wrong. They shouldn't be doing that. You were part of a team. That, yeah. a, a team. It's only is greater. Uh, is, is only. A part of its, some of its parts make the whole name on the front. Yeah, that's it, front and back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they all like really got out of that. Only the traditional schools really keep the no name and then the number on the helmet and stuff like that. It, it I love be. the number on the helmet. I think that's so. It is classic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean. If you're going to pay one, why can't you pay the rest of them? If yeah, you're going to endorse this one, why is this one more special? Great, he can jump higher. So what? He yeah. can run faster. He's so on a better team what, most of the time. What is he going to do other than entertain me? Yeah. He's, they're, they're trained fish. Yeah. Okay, you, it's like going to SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> and watching the fish jump through the hoops. That's all that and it doesn't. Yeah. Across the board for the sports. Yay, you love what you do, and I'm so excited that you love what you do. But it's just entertainment. It's like yeah. those assholes out in Hollywood. Yeah. Fuck you. You are here solely for my enjoyment. Yeah. I pay you because I like what you do. Yeah. I don't want to hear what comes out of your fucking mouth unless it's on the big screen. And if it's too political, <coughs> you're not you know you're no longer going to be worthy to me. Yeah, because you know? when you're such a big name, you can influence a lot of people. Absolutely. So when you start saying things like that, like so you should be careful what belief. you endorse. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. You should be careful who you align yourself with. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, some, it's, it's, there are some people who have it right. They have the big name. Keanu Reeves is the one that bring, that comes <laughs> to mind. My man has got it right. A yeah. man uses public transportation. He walks around. He's very humble. He has conversations with people. He takes care of people that he doesn't even know. Yeah. He gets into conversation. He learns about a person. He hears their story. And he feels for them. He has an empathy for them. Yeah. And he takes care of somebody. That, to me, speaks greater volumes than standing up on a bully pulpit or up on your soapbox and saying, I believe in blah. Yeah. Fucking show me. Don't tell me what you fucking yeah. believe in. Show me what you believe in. Actually, Don't say that I just spent $6 million on... You know what? Do it. Yeah. Walk away from it. Don't let nobody know. And if people find out about it, be like... I don't know. I, yeah. I heard that it was me too, but I can't really I, say. Have you heard of Team Trees? Team who? Team Trees. No, I haven't. Really? I don't know. I'm going to show you something. Like, a bunch of, like, YouTubers and, like, people across, like, like Elon Musk, uh, the Elon. creator of He's a mad man. Twitter, um, I, 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 a couple I, other, like, CEOs, like, are all, like, donating to, like, Get some tree like to plant trees. Okay. Like twenty million or something like that. Oh. Where are they being planted? Like uh, across the world. Like they're gonna do like where they need it most. Yeah. And then like and they're trying to like do it in like all the world, so like not one part of the world just gets it. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. But I do believe. I mean, I do believe in. I do believe in forestation. I do believe in maybe yeah. not the wholesale clear cutting of things. Yeah. I definitely believe in thinning. Well, it helps you know, it grow selective. back. 
Well, absolutely. Yeah, like I. Agree and you should rotate. Like you should that. rotate what you take. You should yeah. take hardwoods some years, and you should take softwoods other years. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have that balance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but and and it helps to thin it all out, just like in a regular tree. If you let a regular tree grow and it gets gnarled and, and lots of crossing branches, it doesn't do well. It will. Yeah. It will kill itself. Yeah. Same thing with the forest, and along those same lines, you need to let people clear things out of those forests, like deadwood. Why do you think California is burning itself to death? They're not allowed to collect deadwood off the ground. You have to leave everything in nature as it is, as, as nature intended. Yeah. Well, you know, that shit catches fire and everybody's houses go up and, yeah. you know, take care of yourselves. That's part of it. I mean, you, you want to talk about, like, well, we're so conservationist, right? Well, how come your state's on fucking fire? Yeah. Really? <laughs> you know? And how come, how come Los Angeles and San Francisco look like complete fucking communist shitholes? Yeah. I know it is like a hilliest city in the world, right? Same Ma- Nastiest. What'd you say? Hilliest. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. I believe. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, maybe you mean like literal hills. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would love to go. Their cities like built on California. Their cities built like this. What? Their cities built like this on an angle. <clears throat> Actually, you know, yeah. I saw a picture once, and it was like, like my, down a road. Yeah, my mom was telling me that like literally, if you like don't have a, if your parking brake like doesn't work yeah it can't you can't park yeah. in fucking San Francisco yeah, that, yeah. Huh. but look at this so what do they do here so you can like so it's like a dollar a tree yeah and like you can you can just buy trees yeah literally um, so they're planting them around the world yeah okay well my cellular service is right I have Wi-Fi. you know so we had like everybody everything got cleared off you know like growing you know you go back in history so like when when I was a kid when, when the cape was new, you know, like you see it, pictures of it, and even like Swansea, you know, all of the old, in the, the turn of the century, turn of the 18th century, you know, there's like hardly any trees, right? Mm-hmm. Everything was cut down right. and used. And what wasn't used was burned, fuel. Yeah. Right? So then you see a resurgence like when coal starts getting bigger and people are burning coal. Yeah. Right? Now you see a lot more trees coming up because people aren't burning as much trees as they were, they're burning coal. Right. You now coal's bad, you know, and so on down the line. So, I mean, this is great that they want to but then we may have too many trees yeah, and we'll have to start cutting them down and we'll have to start using them more. And yeah, yeah. I mean, so The problem is, though, is these fast-growth forests, you know, all the old-growth wood yeah. with the tighter rings, and you'll, you'll see carpenters, or hear carpenters talk about it, the tighter growth is a, a lot healthier tree. The yeah, newer trees, are, the, the bands are a lot further apart because they're, they're grown quickly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, Toby Lucky, I think, is the... CEO of Twitter. Okay. Then there's Elon right there. Yeah. He. Holy crap! Yeah. A million, a million. I gotta be honest. If two hundred thousand, two hundred. Wow, that's cool. 000. If Elon is behind, if Elon is like behind something, I think like I'm pretty much behind it. I, you know what I, I mean? I, like he playing. he is probably. I mean, you want the top mind of our times. I think. And people people write him off. Because people write him off, but people also wrote off Einstein. Yeah. Galileo, yeah. Michelangelo, they wrote all these people off as, har- as as crazies, and a lot of people don't think that, that Elon has a lot to offer, but those oh. of us that are just see what he can do are like, I please, saw this. please, I'd love to emulate you. I yeah. saw this video, it was like how Elon could take over the world, yeah. and it was like, literally not. Pretty like, much. Because he, like, he has this like software... Where, like, your whole mind can be put on a, like... Yeah, he talked about that in one of Joe Rogan's things. <laughs> he has a company that, like... One of his companies right now that, like, is in development. 
I was gonna say, I think like, they're working on this. They too. like take your mind and they put it into code onto a computer. What? Like yeah. zero one zero. Put one. it into binary. Yes. The true binary, your, by the way. Yeah. This is the only binary that I will accept. <laughs> your whole you know, non. Could you imagine all your memories into binary code? You'd be able to save it forever, and you could read it on any computer. Well, that's the yeah. point. It's like that's what he was. They were talking you, you about it on episode. Forever. Yeah, you 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 don't die. That's why. But yeah. like you don't. I feel like eventually you. I mean, you, you, would, you have to yeah, stop so there getting was no, new things. You would you would not. You would not. You may. You would always cease, exist. You would physically cease to exist, but you would be neurologically maybe your consciousness would still be. There. I guess yeah. it could be your conscious your, yeah. your consciousness because it is your it's electrical impulses is what we run on. So weird. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's theoretically if once the time once the technology caught up to, or once we figured out how to make it work, you could probably put that consciousness into another person. Another Vessel. Yeah. yeah. No, because they, they were, they were I don't talking know about if you could put it into another body, but you could probably put it into an AI platform. Like a robot. Yeah. Well, like you know, as a single. All right, so iRobot. Yeah. You might be able to put. Well, no, no, no. So you have. Well, you have iRobot here, which is. Please don't get me going on this one. Because yeah. all I see is Terminator and, and Cyberdyne. Yeah. Um, but you could have, say, like a company, like in the movie iRobot, you could have a AI platform like that, very human like, but you could implant. Your memory the saved, so you know, not even not only the saved, but maybe the the consciousness or the subconsciousness yeah. of that person, so they would be there. They may things. not be as interactive, at, or they could be interactive on a day to day basis, but may not have all the same nuances yeah. as the original. Yeah. It would only be yeah. like your consciousness. It wouldn't be like it'd be like a your, living photo, all your little ticks and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my Tourette's swearing. Yeah. Even though I don't have Tourette's. The, mm. I, yeah, yeah, I love... Yeah. You guys know I swear, but, but I have, yeah. yeah, going a nice tirade drop-off. That's my favorite memory of you. What's that? Remember? No, please. Do you know what... King Crush, like oh fuck, oh yeah, and why? Oh, no, 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 that we were playing. Yeah, it we, was yeah, so yeah. funny. Dairy, yeah, dairy. Yeah, like I was fuck. literally in sixth grade. Like, yeah, I oh mean, my god, dude, I was that was in like sixth that was, grade. I would have to say and this dad is literally. Ever. He's like yelling at like oh, I, I don't even know what this dude was yelling. He was probably yelling for his son to like do stuff. Like he was like coaching from the sideline. Wait, to the other team. We were in. A, we were playing in a little tournament up at you know the Whitland the, College. Oh, hey, so you know that tournament we did every year at the end of Crush where yeah. we would play a couple games a day yeah um, the same thing same kind of a format but the, you know that day. team black photo we have on like kind of like a baseball field yeah I'm the, you the, know, the black jersey photo? Yep. yeah the, you know that day was it the black jersey year yeah was no it? it was the year before okay no it was like yeah you no know, it was the year before because our, we had it was six orange, grade, yeah. we had the orange ones okay Okay. And that's right. That's right. Yeah. And that was bald, Chris. Yeah. When I had when I shaved my head. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. you only had like a mustache. I think. Uh, no, you only had the soul patch. Soul patch or a goatee. It was just the soul patch. I think. <laughs> so, I never. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's just pre-Jared. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, like, he was, like, coaching his son from, like, oh, the sideline. Oh, God. And, like, he, he, that's the one thing he hates. Yeah. Like, you know that. Yeah. And, um, like, he just, like, kept yelling. Like, he was so loud. Like, though, he, like, though he, not louder than I can be. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, he was loud at the time yeah. until like, Chris, like, yells over. Like, he, it wasn't even like he was yelling. Yeah. It was just 
loud speaking because huh. you were so calm and you were like, please stop coaching your son from the sideline <laughs> or something like yeah. that. And like he like kept going or something. I don't even remember. But then he started like talking smack to him. Yeah, to me being loud on the sideline. Well, I'm directing. And that's what, that's the biggest thing about a lot of people, the misconception that some folks or the reservation that some folks have about their kid working with me is I am loud. Yeah. And I am very, very loud. But if you actually listen to when I'm not rambling like an idiot mm-hmm. on the sideline, I'm directing traffic. Yeah. I'm an air traffic controller. Yeah. And, but my voice carries, thank you very much, to Hargrave Military yeah. Academy. I can you always talk. said, speak from your chest or your yes, stomach. Bring it down from your diaphragm. Yeah. And when you want to talk loudly... Go down from your diaphragm <laughs> and talk loudly like such. You can. I, they could hear me at Chatham Hall in the morning when I had the opportunity to call up the battalion. Yeah. Okay. They could hear me or carry across town. Yeah. Like a mile away. Yeah. One hilltop to another hilltop. Right. It's a mile. But anyway, it's just and people have reservations about it and it's off-putting to some folks. So when I spoke across the field to this guy, he took offense immediately and <laughs> tried to attack me. While I'm coaching, dude, I mean, fuck, don't fuck with me while I'm working. I don't go to the gay bars and knock the cocks out of your mouth. You know, it's just, come on. We were like 12, too. So, like, we'd say like a this bunch is of little one kids. Of the, like, greatest, like, non, you should not ever do this in front of anybody anywhere moments on the field. But he, this asshole just got to me. And why, why, when I did this, nobody said, I don't ever want you working with my kid again. I don't know why. Because this dude was just a total douche. Yeah. Like, it was, like, weird. because Okay, so, like, he yelled at him for, like, coaching. And then, like, once he started coaching, the dude yelled back. He's like, no coaching. Like, he, like, said the exact same thing that he just said. So it was, like, just retarded. Yeah. yeah. And he would even, like, speak back. <laughs> and, like... Uh, it's like oh, it's also like you have hockey parents, him. yeah. So like, because it was me, yeah. Troy, true, true. Goon, like our parents would get into fights in the hockey stands. <laughs> like, I remember this one time, like Everett and like Sam Stone's dad, like almost got into like a fist fight with some dude because like, um, because they like did, they uh, one kid like absolutely destroyed Elizabeth Walsh and like. Just like cleaned her out. Like, of course, like when you have girls on team, like the yeah. other team goes for it's that. It's the natural inclination to protect the fairer sex. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, yeah, and like so, like the parents just fucking hated that, so yeah. they fucking went at it. But like that's why they never cared, because like they were always going at it in hockey yeah. terms. Yeah. But like he just like. Like, the dude said one thing, and he just took his stick and basically said, like, suck me. <laughs> I put the stick between my legs and, um, it was like throwing dice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so was, and I got, I, I got admonished by the, um, uh, the guy that runs the, the little tournament there. And, you know, he and I are kind of like email friends. Yeah. Acquaintances or whatever, you know, we know enough. That, but he was like, dude. What the fuck? I'm like, I can't do that. I would say, I said, I would say the same thing to the the clientele that you have on the parent side of the field. Yeah. Yes, I was very very wrong, and if you'd like us to pack up and leave, we will go home. Yeah. <laughs> I said, but I can't because there's nobody else to coach the boys. And yeah. I said, please accept my apologies. Uh, I will steer clear from him, provided he steer clears from me for the rest of the day. Yeah. And they were like, okay. we both agreed to just. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed to he disagree. Started, he started, we were walking, and unfortunately, once we got done with this 
alter, not an altercation. This yeah. this conflab with the, the guy that ran the tournament. We had to walk off in the same direction. Oh, so it was just like, you know, you could feel. It was just you, if you had a knife, you time. probably could have cut the tension in the air. But yeah, huh. that was probably you could enough. like see the instant regret on his face. Oh yeah, like, it I was just, so you know, he like did it, and like literally the whole game just watched. Like literally well, the game, everybody on the, the game stopped. Like, like the game is still going, and everybody just like, watches on the other side. It was like it was like someone fucking walking in and bumping the table and like the, the whole tournament. Just, the whole tournament was watching. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, not one of my brightest moments in, you know, yeah. It's okay, everybody has them. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no Thanks one for bringing that up, no, Phil. No one cares <laughs> about that. Favorite. No one cares about that anymore. <laughs> no, but it's, you know, really to fret over it, it's yeah. like I said before, it's like, it's yeah. done, it's in the past, we can... We it's can, just comedy at we this can, point. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 you look back at it, and you either laugh, and you shake your head, and you go, fuck, yeah. you're an idiot. And, yeah. You know, you move on. Yep. No. I never did it again. Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, no. So I did get I did get spoken to once at um, at Manadnock by uh, mm. by Coach Patno when he was the athletic director. Uh, we had a game on the football field, and we were playing uh, Hopkinton because it was Deacon Blues team. And I was going over there. I was talking with some of the, you know I, I would go. Yeah. I would go back and forth. I would talk to their bench. I would talk to our bench. Kind of suss out the kids, see how they were. Yeah. You know. And you know, kind of welcome them into the house and just and be a little jovial with them. <coughs> so we're we're getting ready to go, and I don't even know who it was on the. Oh no, I know exactly what it was. It was the track coach, and I'm not. We're not going to say any names because <laughs> I mean, this. What happens next? Probably I. I Patno had every right to probably tell me to get the fuck off of school property and go home. Um, a ball went over there and landed. No, this is not that incident. Oh, yeah. and, no, no, no. Uh, no yeah, I remember different. this. This was, this was probably when you guys. This, this was probably you guys were juniors. My, no, sophomores. Sophomores. Yeah. And we scare across, and the, the track coach fucking flipped out. And this was at the same time where this person had made a bunch of the girls cry. They did the polar challenge, yeah. remember? And he made oh, them cry, yeah. saying you could get hurt, and like really treated them That's like funny. fucking shit. Mm. Made, belittled them and made them cry in front of a bunch of people for doing something harmless and fun yeah you know yeah, so and I and he had said you know he and I just didn't I did not like the man because of the way that he treated the kids I mean, you're out there you're you're supposed to show them and I'm over here talking about something I did wrong you're supposed to show them how to behave and show them how to get along with other people and have a good time yeah. yes you're supposed to get the best out of them but there's more than one way to skin a cat and if you try to take the cat out of its skin Without buttering it up, it's gonna be a fucking fight and a half. Yes. So this guy is an asshole, and I'll say it to the day that I die, he's an asshole. And he yelled something, and I turned around and I started walking back, and I said something along the lines of, you know, dickless piece of shit. You know, you've got to pick on little girls to make himself feel good. Yeah. And the Hopkinton bench fucking erupted. Oh. Laughed their fucking asses off. <laughs> now, I, I respect I respect Coach Deacon Blue to the nth degree. He is an unbelievable opponent. Mm. He is yeah. a mastermind on the field. It was so much fun to play against him. I Pat No told me that there was a parent that heard what I said, and it was a lie because there was no parents. The only adult that was there. Yeah, it was, was way before the game. Yeah. So this. That was way, yeah, that was way before the game even started. So he got me like two days later before another game. 
Um, he's like, I heard something like this. So it took that long for you know Deacon to say something. It was Deacon that said it. And I don't fault him for saying it, because what I yeah. said was, I should not have said out loud. It was something yeah. that yeah. it came out. Yeah. I mean, But like, the guy was an asshole that was speaking the truth, but I should have kept my truth. And he was always you know, trying there to... There are consequences to things that we say. We can say whatever we want, whenever we want, but there yeah. are consequences. Yes. And luckily, Coach Patton thought it was kind of, Before I will it. say, kind of humorous. I would not say that the man laughed. Yeah. Um, he, he did he not. Laughed. He did not laugh about it. But we had a serious conversation about it, and he's like, "You, you, you, you're, you are so much better than that." And I'm like, "I know I am." I said, "I just, I, I was incensed by what he yeah. did to those kids. He made them feel insignificant and belittled them to the point where it made them cry because they did something fun and harmless." Yeah. I, I thought it was bullshit. Yeah. So I probably could have handled it a little bit better, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are like the the two. <laughs> and also, that coach like always like tried to undermine the lacrosse team on the when we were ever we were on the football field. Oh, like, the, he, they, he would they, always like you know, run them like until game yeah, time. Yeah. So and the, he would like get mad at us for shooting. But well, like, you know, I mean, that's that that other thing. The the other incident yeah. that nearly happened. Um, I. We don't have to talk about that. One. <laughs> I am trying to be an outwardly nice person to everybody that I know. I'm trying not to speak badly of, of other folks, yeah. but sometimes it happens, and it's just the way that it is. Um, I have a certain belief about what took place prior to a coach coming over and very nearly making physical contact with me. He did attack me. He, had, yeah. he attacked me. Yeah. Whether he actually yeah. made physical contact with me or not, he definitely was very aggressive yeah, towards he, you he, in a physical manner. And he backpedaled real fucking quick. <laughs> he saw who it was. Um, what happened prior to that is is up for discussion. Yeah. I have my certain beliefs. I I hold no ill will towards that person. We are all finding our way, growing up through things, and everybody's got a story. I think this person is a pretty decent human being. Um, they have really good attributes, like we all have really good attributes, and they may or may, I don't know what their bad attributes are, so I can only speak about the good things that I know about this person, yeah. and I'm not gonna let one thing that triggered something else really cast judgment on how I think about this person. Yeah. And I did for a minute, I mean, that was sophomoric and stupid yeah. of me to be upset with that person, and it wasn't that person that I should have been upset with, and I was a, so, I don't even know what the kid's name is. I just know there's um, Ted's kid. Yeah. You know? And when that umbrella was ripped off of me, and, like, it was hit. I mean, he swung at me. Yeah, and just, like, and smacked it. I just, I saw red, and I was going through shit at the time that it happened. I was going through some, like, yeah. fuck, and some of you guys know. Um, and I, there was just a lot of pent-up horse shit. Mm. And... And it almost came unglued on the sideline in the physical because I I'd been just holding in physical aggression and just and when that happened I very nearly went completely fucking berserk yeah. on him and I realized it was Ted's kid because I just saw red and I saw someone walking away from me quickly and I caught up to them and I just fucking laid into him I chewed him up one side and down the other. And then he said something, got away, and I followed him down, and I was in his chest, and I said, the only reason 
and you, that's <laughs> the only reason I am not fucking killing you right now is because of who your father is and how yeah. much respect I have for your father as a human being. Yeah. So, that's the only reason why you're not looking up at me from the flat of your back picking up fucking teeth with your fingers. Mm. Okay? And I walked away and, you know, we had a conversation with Tom about it and I had to, I mean, he's like, Tom's I get it. fucking pussy. Well, no, he's like, I get it. And I'm like, listen, man, if you want me to leave, I'm, I'll walk. I'm like, I, mm. I, he goes, you didn't actually hit him. I said, well, he attacked me first. If we're going to start castigating anybody, he attacked me first. Yeah. I defended myself without... I didn't throw a punch. I poked him in the chest, yes. I pinned him up against the, the fence there. I walked him into it. I didn't pin him. Yeah. I walked him into the fence. Um, I didn't throw a punch. I said, but you know what? I overreacted, and I overreacted in front of a good amount of people, And but it didn't get physical. Um, everybody knew what was on my mind, but and, you know, he was like, we're going to kind of suss it out. And I'm like, if any action should be taken... And I said, if any action does come against me, it had better happen to him first because yeah. it was two sides of this coin. Yeah, it wasn't right. just me. If we're, yeah. we're going... And it, I didn't get let go because they needed to have a track coach because yeah, yeah. the other one left. It's he was literally he was, the only reason. There was the only reason. So and, and it, it was bullshit. But you know what? I understand. It's small school politics. And it, it's tough. Yeah. I understand it. But you know, it's just one of those things, you know. So grand scheme of things... I'm, should I be coaching, dude? I don't know, man. I, I'm just... They would have lost a lacrosse team. What? If they fucking... No, dude, and you, no, and I would God, no, fuck no, dude. You're Remember not Free Team hey, Blair? You're not there. It would have been guys, so much worse. You guys don't even get Listen, it. You're not there for me. I'm, we I'm there for you guys. You guys are not there for me. You guys are there for your experience. Walk off well, the field because I'm not coaching. Well, walk off. Ready? So we... Like, did you hear about what we protested in school? For what? So, because he, like, kicked Tristan Blair off the team for, like, some, like... It was so stupid. Was they were, like... Bagger. They, were like, literally kept telling him he could play, he could play, he could play. And then, like, it got time to him being able to play. And then Tom just ripped it. And was, like... I remember that. And then yeah. we all wore shirts and were, like, free T-Blair to school. Making me cut off. Yeah. And, like, he got so pissed. He was, like... How do you think that makes me look? He was like, that undermines me. He's like, everything I do, he was like, and you guys just walk around like that. I was like, you're well, I, literally. I, listen, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know all too well. I mean, look, ask, you know, guys, you guys know how much my son played. Mm. You know, yeah, his yeah. high school career was fucking squandered because he didn't do anything. You know, mm. I mean, it, he was told, he was told that he'd be able to play if he got. X, Y, or Z lined up. He did X, Y, or Z, and then they yeah, pulled it from that. Him. Yeah, they no, fucked him. That's I mean, exactly but, but it. It's, it's his own. It's it's nobody's fault but my kids. You know, I mean, yeah, and I did I held a little bit of resentment initially. I did, but you know what? It it it, it was it was my son. You know, I love yeah. you, Aunt, but damn, you had to learn a hard lesson, mm-hmm. and it was a and it was a bumpy one. I I was upset at him for a long time yeah. because of grades and because of the sports thing. Yeah, lacrosse. Yeah. Yeah, but that was I don't know. It was. Oh, uh, it's it's tough. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't imagine being in the position of an athletic director to try to run. I mean, dude, you want to talk about steering the ship? You're coordinating all these other sports, yeah. and you have to make the best judgment for yourself and for the school for the yeah. better of the school. And not everybody's going to see it the way. It's like making a call on the field. Yeah. You can't. 
Someone, <coughs> either way you choose, someone's going to be real. Everybody, it's everything's subjective. Yeah. You know, it, it, it comes down to what you feel sometimes. But you have to make one. You have to put facts in line. Yeah, you have to put facts out there. And any hard decision like that, if you put feelings out in front of the facts, then then you're doomed to fail. Yeah, you're if you follow the facts, no matter what the outcome is, you lay it out there. It's like, listen, this is why. Yeah. And you can't I, really argue facts. You can't argue you know, facts. So. You just can't. I mean, you can try, but it's like it's like beating your head against the brick wall. At some point, you're going to stop because you're bloodied and you have a really bad yeah. concussion. <laughs> yes. But, um, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I, lo- I would... I... Yeah. I kind of am. What do you mean? About this? Ocean. Oh, oh, oh. No, not on this. No, fuck yeah. no, dude. Fuck. You know, I could sit and talk for fucking yeah. years. But I, I'm kind of getting burned out on coaching. Yeah, um, you've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. It's, it's... It must be hard with little kids, I feel. It's going going like, back with little kids after... And, and I, this is... Because you've, you've had, you had, like, so much interaction with people who, like, listen, who can, like, respond to you and, like... In a, like a in like an adult right and go like, hey listen X Y Z needs to happen and you guys can put together at least X and Y yeah and keep attempting until you get whereas Z. like these kids some don't of them necessarily yes. can eat not some of them can't even put like X together and like it, it's no fault it's, to them no and it's, it's just it's, the age and like the age thing is really really is really high. and even with even with I can tell you doing last year where I coached fourteens and twelves, um, it was. Um, it was difficult coaching a 14 and under game first and then coaching a 12 yeah. and under game. I will fuck me Going running. If I ever do that again, I will make sure that the 12 and under game is first <laughs> every single fucking time. That way you can play up through progression. Playing backwards yeah. is so difficult. Going from, the high school like... practices, going from the high school practices down to the little kids' practices, oh, yeah. almost, maddening. No, so maddening. You know, no, like oh. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I used but, to always do that after after varsity practice. The little guys would come over to Mount Caesar. Yeah, just to like halt the breaks so much. Yeah. Like go from like hundred percent to like oh, yeah. literally ten percent. Well, I mean, well, yeah. If you average it out, probably like ten to fifteen percent. Yeah, at that age group, at twelves, I have. I'm not, well, I mean, it's it's the same thing across the high the, the high school board. At least the high school kids, the majority of them, except for the first years kind of know what they're doing yeah, yeah. you know um but, you know, it's true. the same thing it's just tougher you know little kids are tough anything really honestly mm-hmm. anything under than 10 shouldn't be playing i don't yeah I, and really no, they should really i think really I, no fuck t-ball i think t-ball's the worst yeah, thing t-ball's the worst thing ever the there's no hand-eye coordination well you're hitting the bat against okay. the ball t-ball's terrible okay and then so is 10 pitch rule baseball what's that 10 pitch is like when 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 my kids were playing it was I don't know where this rule came from. They, they would give them ten pitches. This is before right. like Babe Ruth or whatever, or way before. It's probably like first year baseball or just out of T-ball. They would give them ten pitches, and then if they didn't get ten pitches, they still allowed them to go to the base. Yeah, you and just I'm go like, to first. Fuck! What the fuck is this madness? Yeah, yeah. And like, no, no, I couldn't do that. No. So anyway, I don't think anybody really. I don't think anybody. There are always exceptions to the rule. Okay, but for the for the most part, anybody ten or eleven really shouldn't be playing. Yeah. Intense organized sports. Yeah. Do a rec league, learn, blah blah blah, have fun, be a kid. And then once you really get to seventh grade is where you can like sixth or seventh grade I think is really a great age to yeah. learn 
jump into a into a sport like football. Yeah. You know. You're starting lacrosse, to actually think about and, things too. Oh no, hockey. I've, I've played organized sports yeah. since I was in like I, I don't probably follow. first grade. Honestly, it works out great for some kids, but there's a lot of kids out there that shouldn't do it. And and the the kids that shouldn't be doing it far outweigh the kids that should and don't Mm. have the means. Mm. You know, I mean, but everybody should be able to come out and play the game. Yeah. I just I feel like it happens a lot with hockey. Yeah, no, hockey. Hockey's common. But like it's cuz like starting at an early age. Yeah. And it's yeah, also like, like you're you're learning how to walk, so also learn how to skate. Yeah, and I learned how to skate you know? the second like My brother's kids. The yeah. like the month I came to New Hampshire, I like learned how to skate. I had I mean it was, it was crazy. like that with Anthony and riding bikes. Yeah. He was my little bike buddy. I I had him Yeah, so riding yeah, like training wheels at three years. He was riding Me without too. training wheels at three years old. I had him riding on teeter totters yep. and riding on two by fours. You, know, you put it down on the, the three and a half inch wide. Yeah. He was ride. He could ride across a two by four, and he could ride over a teeter totter at why three and he a half. Like rides mountain bikes. And yeah. at four, he I had him jumping gap jumps. He was jumping a four foot gap at four years old. Yeah. So I mean, the kid could he could ride. He's got and he's athletic as athletic as long yeah. as the day is long. But I just that was a sport that I got him into because I could get a bike for cheap. I could build up a bike. I could rebuild a bike. I could you know and and I can build jumps and, and ramps and stuff out of dirt if I need to. Yeah. And it doesn't cost anything. And you know, but hot. I mean, I could never afford. My parents afforded for us to play hockey. Three of us boys. Yeah, I hockey never, is expensive. I could yeah, never afford to play. I was I could a never afford to too. do it, man. You know, to put my kids to yeah. hockey. The only reason I was Jen wanted a hockey player big time. Really? Still does. Like, are you kidding me? I'm t- Christopher. Christopher does been, not have the patience. He would have been the hockey player, though. I'm telling you. <laughs> Anthony hates skating. I, I wish, like, <laughs> I wish I just took Christopher and just made him skate. I mean, like, I, such I, a I, young hope, age. I hope my kids don't listen to this shit because you know, <laughs> looking over here dropping. I love, I love my kids dearly. And, and, and they like, know that. Like everybody, yeah. I know they do. Yeah. I know they do. But only a dad, only a dad or a parent can really like talk crap about their kids I guess if they're going to yeah. talk crap yeah you're not really <laughs> talking crap yeah but no but, they're, it's, it's fun it's been a fun fun road I cannot wait to see what the future holds for the rest of these yeah. guys I mean it, it's it's been I can't tell you what an honor it's been being a part of your lives for as long as I have been a part of your lives you know, just watching you guys grow up and I can't wait to just keep you know, it's like being an extended family member you know we may not see each other all the time at holidays or whatever but you know Keeping in touch, playing some disc here and there throughout the summer, yeah. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, um, and, and and just touching base like that, little texts here and there, or whatever. Yeah. You know, what are you? What's going on? What's good? Yeah. Um, well, now that you've done this fun. once too, like it, you can come to like you come down, you can come down to the city more, you know. So, so I <clears throat> to touch upon what some of you guys were talking in one of your other podcasts about. Yeah. The city's so great about this and so great about that. It yeah. is. It's fantastic. The city, bright lights, and there's there's everything at your fingertips yeah yeah I, I, know, I, I take that for granted now because like I don't do anything but like when I'm home I hate it I, like there's nothing yeah. I I can't it's like, quite the opposite since we moved so we moved from the Cape man I had everything in my you know obviously not as much as you do here in the yeah. city but I had everything at the fingertips we had the beach right there all sorts of fun stuff but I love and I am so grateful that we got to raise our kids where we raised our yeah. kids because I love the Manhattan region yeah there's yeah. no other place in the country like the Manadnock region. And if people want to shit on southwestern New Hampshire, 
fuck you. Yeah. Somebody just yeah, it is pretty. Somebody cool. tried to do it at the at the Walmart. I was at the Walmart in range of all places I know. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Christopher and I were walking in, and these two fucking train wrecks in front of me, in their pajamas, still mind you, coming from Section Eight housing, were shitting on your Hampshire and people wearing cowboy boots. And I'm right behind them. And I go, not all of us wear cowboy boots or listen to country music. Yeah. And they turned around. I just gave him a little nod of my hat and yeah. walked right on past them. But it's like, fuck you, don't shit. Yeah. Don't, I'm from Massachusetts. Yep, Massachusetts has its fucking problems. Yeah. They're trying to pass a law where you can't say bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Isn't Fix the crazy? heroin problem first, asshole. Isn't that crazy? Get it right. Yeah, they're getting but, rid of jewels now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go, go after that. But, you know, bad words and jewels, not the heroin problem. You the see Swansea's trying to do 21? But for vaping products? I mean, Keen already is, right? No, yeah. well, they're doing it because of neighbors. Oh, really? Yeah, like, they literally... They sell anybody. Order. You can, no, you they don't, like, though. No. They don't. <laughs> like, really? I can... Like, neighbors, like, is, like, the one place that, like, doesn't sell to, like, underage. But I mean, if you know who's working, like... Okay, it, I mean, Atori doesn't work names, there anymore. And, not? like, Atori, I don't even think ever did. Yeah. Like, they, they did. He's a tough people. <laughs> So I say that I've, I've only heard. So it's repeating without knowing. So it's just part of the yeah the spin. It's like Sorry, it's neighbors. like the parent mindset. No, no, it, no, it totally uh, no, I'm no, no, I know. I don't take no, offense. No, you have all the parents on Facebook, and you see like like what my mom shares and stuff like that. Because I see my mom like commenting like, "Thank you for doing this for Swansea and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Mom, like." That's not the problem we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, totally. literally, that's the last problem we have. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, people are going after that. It's Joe Rogan. Okay? Yeah. He was talking the other day. It was a snippet that I saw from him, and they were talking about alcohol, marijuana, and cigarettes. And they, yeah. they have it listed as marijuana is the biggest problem, followed by cigarettes and then alcohol. Well, nobody talks about the problem of alcohol. Yeah. When in fact, it should be the other way around. Yes. Yes. Far more problems stem from alcohol. First, the other problems come from alcohol. Else. Alcohol, yes. All problems stem from alcohol. Fights. You wouldn't have fights over girls. You wouldn't have fights over sports. You wouldn't have probably fights to begin with because people weren't dumbing down common. their senses yeah. and and become you know putting on liquid muscles. Yeah. You know, and then then the second problem we have is a, is a, is tobacco. Tobacco is extremely addictive. Yeah. It's not nearly as bad as alcohol, but it, it's quite addictive. And then you have cannabis, which. People are going to argue on either side of the yeah. coin for that. Yes. Um, but <coughs> I don't know. I just people have their priorities in, in the wrong Mixed spot. Mixed up. Our something. government, which is scary because they're running us. <coughs> yeah. Or they're supposed to be. Yeah, they be, they are not be. supposed to. They are supposed to govern us. They are yeah, supposed to go us. there and give us guidance. Yes. They're not supposed to tell us what to do. Right. We, the people, we, the people, are, are supposed, supposed to tell, tell them. them. They, they are our employees. Yeah. That's we true. have. They should be fired. I, I am wholly for term limits. Mm. They need to put term limits on all of them. Yes. You get two terms as whatever job you go to, and that's yeah. it. You're done. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. No endorsements afterwards. No health benefits afterwards. If you want a security detail, fine. We'll we'll help you out with a security detail, but you're going to have to help pay for it. Yeah. Right. We're not going to give it to you for free. Yeah. Right. But you're also. We're way, I mean, we're dabbling around here, but it, it, yeah. it goes back to what our government was supposed to be. You were supposed to come from the people, go and serve your your neighbor in a job that was kind of not desirable, yeah. And but help lead from the front and then come because you it was knew, supposed to be your second job, right? You were supposed to go help out with the government because it was a fledgling government, not 
what it is That's perpetrated it, yeah. into, you know. No, it's not today. supposed to be a career. It's like a no, high, it's not it's supposed like to be a career. No, it's like a it's it's like a, high like, career. Yeah. It's a high it's like a high status career. Two hundred thousand they they make two hundred thousand dollars a year. So yeah. some of these people are making far more than that because they're allowed to take like bribes. Uh, it's not it's so it, it's a bribe. It, it, it's a bribe. They're being bought. Let's be real. So <laughs> so you as a company can gift me stock yeah. in your company and I can turn around and sell it right. and make a windfall. Right. You know, this has been happening uh, for a long period of time. This is, this is one of the schemes. Yeah. Uh, but you, people are making money off of this it, and it's to peddle their influence it's solely. Yeah. You give me, it's quid pro quo. They're always talking about this poor president, quid pro quo for this this for this thing in, in the Ukraine. I mean, all he, the, the facts are there. They have the, the tapes. They have the transcripts from the tapes. Yeah. Read them. I've read them. Yeah. I don't read anything more than words. I'm not buying. It's, uh, it's, it appears to say what it says. Are there any yeah. other magical words? Well, are there any other magical tapes? Let's, let's <coughs> right. Um, but you got to take the man for his word. You got to take the words that are written on paper that have been. You have to take that for what it is. Yeah. Don't but, they have to be like. Run through like five people, like five and like ten. I'm sure there's, people. Uh, there's, I'm sure like, there's, there's so many checks and balances for that transcript. Yeah, like, so many people. Have he to can, look at as that. a president, he can just say, "Release it." It, it, yeah. it has been released. It, yeah, I, it was online, and I was able to read it. Yeah, they, so there's nothing untoward. It's just them talking. It's them having a conversation like this, and he's like, "Hey, can you do me a favor?" Basically, all it is is yeah. it's one business person to another business person is saying, yeah. "Hey, I think there might be some untoward stuff from one of the guys in my company. Yeah, he might be talking to your company. Can you just like you know someone within your company, and and it be it's multi beneficial for the both of us to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, right. Yeah, basically, I don't see the problem with like just asking to know like what is up with them. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, what is he supposed to ask a spy? <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Yeah. He's being out he's being up front. Yeah. And like and he knows that people literally have to listen and have to transcribe it. Yeah. Like no, everything there's a record of everything. Well, yeah. I, I don't I don't know what your your stands on, on the man are, but I mean it's coming from a business standpoint, I think he's done a fairly decent job of running the country more like a business. Yeah. Which is what the country probably should be run more like. It's not a country club. Yeah, right. You know, so if you if you run it as a business, and whether you did it awesome at your business, he's had some ups and downs in, in his business life. Some people yeah. but that's how all fault business him is. for it. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You know what? If he took advantage of something that he found a loophole and took advantage before they closed the loophole. Yeah, right. Just brilliant. Kudos. <laughs> Kudos. Yeah. You know what? Why are you faulting him for it? I yeah. mean, it was there. He showed everybody the thing. He took advantage of it. Yeah. Right? Poo-poo on you for not taking advantage of it. You missed out on the opportunity. Yeah. He just did it. Yeah. You know, but, but whatever. I mean, you know, he gets castigated and they're going after him yet again about stuff. They're wasting. The government is wasting so much money. Yeah, that's the biggest Throwing thing. money down a fucking well. Yeah. For what? Yeah. It, it just not everybody liked the the last president. Not everybody liked the last presidents. Yeah. No one ever liked. But, no one ever. Never always like. There's never a case where everybody likes the no. president. You know, it's like somebody wins, somebody loses. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it is what it is. You, you you deal with the person while they're there in the office. Hopefully that they steer the country down the right road 
And what's the right road? I have a set of beliefs that I think. Right. You know, you have a set of beliefs that you, that you believe. Some right. stuff that we might overlap on, other things that we may not overlap right. on. I mean, but that's the great part about this country and yeah. being able to choose that person. You know, do I think that he's done everything right? No. But do I think that everybody on the other side of the coin does everything right? No. There are some good attributes from the left. And yeah. there are some good right. attributes from the right. Balance. There, there has to be balance. balance. Has to be balance. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can give you money, but I can be fiscally responsible about it. I can, right. instead of just handing you something, ask you to do something for it. Or are you, hey. Very sure that I'll pay you back. You know, it's not even a matter of paying back. It's just, <coughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I have this money. I really want to give it to you, but... I, I deep down in my heart, I can't just give it to you because you because you need it. You have the ability to do something. Yeah. Please do something for it. Right. You know. Take the garbage. Do some. I don't give a shit what the job is. Yeah. You, you, you know. You should never be too proud in your life as a human being, as a parent, as uh, you know, a brother or a sister or whatever, to not take a job that you think is below you. Yeah. For two reasons. One. You need to have an entry-level job someplace. You need to be able to do a, a bullshit fucking horseshit task and be able to get through the day knowing that you can do that task. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you progress in your life and you get a better job and then you get a better job and then you get a better job. But yeah. if you have to fall back, at least know that you can do that bullshit job. Yeah. Be it, it's the garbage guy for the, uh, you know, the, the 660 building on yeah. Washington Street in Boston. Yeah. But... You have a task, and you do your task, and you get compensated for your task. There should be compensation for if I'm going to give you money. Yeah. If I'm an entity, and I'm going to people do it in their businesses. The president does it, you know, in his businesses. He had people that work for him. He paid them yeah. to do their work. I, I, you need something. Fine. If you physically can't do it, or you mentally can't. Okay, there's certain always yeah, exceptions to yes. the rule. But get up and do something. Yeah. Do a menial task. Say that you did it and prove that you did it X amount of hours a week, okay? Right. I'm going to give you some money, okay? but please help me out. Right. Okay. If, if people would take that stand and, and, you know, I'm owed, I'm owed, I'm owed. You're never owed anything in your life except yeah. for the oxygen that you breathe. You yeah. need oxygen and water yes. to survive. Yes. Okay? That's the only thing. That you're, owed. <laughs> you're owed an opportunity. Yeah. To to become a better human being, to become a better spouse, parent, brother, what have you. worker, a business owner, whatever it is in your life, you better have the you. opportunity to do it. You should not ever be given anything. Yeah. How do you prove yourself? How do you test your mettle? Yeah. Right. Why? Basically, it comes down to you guys trained all your sports lives, right, to become the best athletes that you possibly could be. Yeah. Right. Would you, if you played your hardest and you did your best and you failed every time but you had small gains you guys would know okay and you guys have individually you've had failures and and gains and as teams you've had failures and gains and some of them are big but you guys also you guys had phenomenal school that you guys come from full of great athletes and kids that know how to work hard yeah it's weird. Drive. It's drive. Yeah. I okay? think it's weird, though. But like, having that drive, that wants to be, you know, President Kennedy, a Democrat, said a rising tide lifts all boats. When everybody's helping out, 
you know, and they say it on yeah. Leonard Kenny, right? Many hands make light work. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. But if one person's doing all the work and everybody else is standing there like baby birds in a nest with a mouth open waiting for a free meal, that mama bird gets awfully tired. Yeah, very you know? tired. You know what I'm saying? And burnt uh, out. Yeah, burned out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you want to get some food? I would love to get some. What are we going to get? I don't right? know. We can get some Chinese or something. Or oh, no. We can go. I don't know. We can figure it what out. What do you want? I don't know. Well, we'll end this. Is uh, that place in the South that you were talking about? In South? That you and GT were talking about? In the seaport? I don't know. Oh, it's just something local, man. Yeah. We don't have to go tracking too far. Um, we'll, we'll end this and we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, but so do you want to, if you guys want to give it your social media, you guys can give it out. So I do have some social media stuff out there. Um, I'm using it less and less, but it's yeah. it's uh, Chris Burke and Daddy on Facebook. And then um, um, 51 Strings on Instagram. Yes, 51 um, Strings. And that's, oh, and I do have a Twitter. But you do? Yeah, I do, but do I barely, barely, very, I mean, most of the time it's just to send stupid chat. shit back and forth. Yeah. No, it's not Twitter, sorry, it's Snapchat. Oh, it's shit, just okay. stupid shit back and forth okay. between the missus and I. Oh, okay. Funny stuff. Okay. You know, um, yeah, I don't have a Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's yeah. fun, I love Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. I, I've thought about it, but... Yep. But anyways, that's me. Thank you for having me on. You're getting into some real Twitter fights, I know. Phil, would you... You can... Uh, I mean... Yeah. Not really. No, okay. No. Um, so, as always, thanks for listening. Um, at Time Photography on Instagram, check out our photography page. Tell your friends about No Specs. Very yes. grateful to have some new guests on today. And... Great time. Shout out to the regular crew. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I know. They're probably like, dude, what are you doing today? <laughs> right, 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 right. Sorry, guys, man, but I, I, let's do this again. I, I'd really like yeah. to have a conversation with those guys, too, because yeah. they sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I want to come back. With yeah, definitely. Like I've never done this. Yeah, so thanks for listening, and have a good rest of your day.